Hello and welcome to the Killstream. I am your host, Ethan Ralph, the owner and the editor-in-chief of the RalphRetort.com. Also, Killstream.live, where we used to have episode recaps. Now it's just kind of links, but uh, it's still there. And we do have a subscriber chat. 43 of you have subscribed already on PowerChat.live slash the RalphRetort. We have an exclusive subscriber chat that we will open to the public, the general part of the chat. We'll keep the rest private. At some point, as I mentioned, but probably two or three months down the line, just uh, to get people settled in, get it working, get some um, traditions and protocols and stuff like that going. But uh, it is there. It is there if you would like to subscribe now uh, up at the top of the screen. Also, the goal is on the screen. The Killstream Fund already uh, was uh, well uh, compensated earlier for the show, but uh, we have a goal there. If you'd like to help fill that as well, powerchat.live slash the Ralph Retort. The January 6th hearing is live now as we speak, being broadcast from the Capitol in Washington, D.C. Shall we see what's taking place? It's been quite some time since we've checked in on our friends at Capitol Hill. Shall we? Let's check it out. Certify the electoral votes and, or not certify them. But I guess that's just changed, correct? And uh, it's a very big disappointment. I think there's several hundred thousand people Pat here. Pat Dixon will be here soon. Michael Cisco on the way as well. President Trump did not try to calm his thousands of disappointed supporters. Instead, at almost the same moment, violence was getting completely out of hand. Donald Trump sent his 224 tweet. The president said, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to I protect our country and our constitution. Despite knowing the Capitol had been breached and the mob was in the building, President Trump called Mike Pence a coward and placed all the blame on him for not stopping the certification. He put a target on his own vice president's back. Mr. Pottinger and Ms. Matthews, when we ask you about your reaction to the 224 tweet in real time, you both used the same imagery to describe it. President Trump was adding fuel to the fire. Mr. Pottinger, you made the decision to resign after seeing this tweet. Can you please tell us why? Yes. <clears throat> so that was um, faggot. pretty soon after I or, or shortly before I'd gotten back to the White House, I'd come from offsite. Uh, I began to see for the first time those images. Are loud, aren't TV they? Can I turn down a little bit? What the fuck? Was, uh, unfolding. Is it so the old people can hear? I don't know. It's like louder to me. Am I wrong? Or a like- sheet of paper that uh, contained the tweet that you just uh, read. Uh, I, I read it and uh, was are blaring. Uh, disturbed by it. Uh, I, I was disturbed and worried to see that the president was attacking. Uh, Vice President Pence for doing his constitutional duty. So the tweet looked to me like the opposite of what what we really needed at that moment, which was a de-escalation. Uh, and uh, that's why I, I had said earlier that what a puss. Like fuel being poured on the fire. So that was the moment that I decided uh, that I was going what to in resign. the world that would be my, my last day at the White House. Uh, I, I simply didn't stand. want to be associated with uh, uh, with the events that were unfolding. I'll get on it. Capitol. Thank you. And Ms. Matthews, what was your reaction to the president's tweet about Vice President Pence? So it was obvious that the situation at the Capitol was violent and escalating quickly. And so I thought that the tweet about the vice president was the last thing that was needed in that moment. 
And I, I remember thinking that um, this was going to be off. bad for him to tweet this because it was essentially him giving the green light to these uh, people, telling them deputy that what press they were secretary, doing, aka deputy dumb bitch. Yeah, we got it. the Capitol was okay. That they were justified in their anger, and he shouldn't have been doing that. He should have been telling these people to go home and to leave and to condemn the violence that we were seeing. Smash and a pass, fine. I'm someone we'll who has pass. worked with him. You know, I worked on the campaign, traveled all around the Witch country, face going ass to bitch. countless rallies with him. And I've seen the impact that his words have on his supporters. And she's got a list. He, they truly latch on to every word and every tweet that he says. And so I think that in that moment for him to tweet out the message about Mike Pence, it was him pouring gasoline on the fire and making it much worse. Yeah, we caught your list, bitch. How do you hire a press secretary with a lisp? What in the fuck? Us about their reactions to this tweet. I don't remember when exactly. I Why not just hire Warsky for press secretary, I guess, next? What in the fuck? A terrible tweet. Man, she ain't even hot, dude. Y'all are off the boat that. with that one. Holy fuck. And I thought it was wrong. What was your reaction when you saw that tweet? The blonde hair? That's not even the color of her hair. Extremely unhelpful. Let's see if the carbon matches the drapes. Um, it, it, it wasn't the message that we needed. At, at that time, it, it wasn't going to. By the way, Worski doxed PPB's uh, capo last week. We just didn't catch it. That's why he deleted the, the everything. Scenes at the we'll US talk about that at some point too. Worse at that point. This was not going to help that. It's already getting it worse. Certainly. Ms. Hutchinson, what was your reaction when you saw this tweet? As a staffer that works to always represent the administration. So big to the best bitch. of my ability, and to showcase the good things. This that one has said done Trump the country choked out Secret Service. I remember feeling frustrated, disappointed, and really, it, it felt personal. I it was really sad. As an American, I was disgusted. It was. Unpatriotic. It was un-American. We were watching the Capitol building get defaced over a lie. As you will see, at 2.26, the vice president had to be evacuated to safety a second time Listen. and came within 40 feet of the rioters. The attack escalated quickly right after the tweet. Boring presentation. Why does she read like that? Can't they talk normally? Why don't they show the part where the cops let them in? During this chaos, what did President Trump do at that point? He went back to calling senators to try to further delay the electoral count. While the vice president was being evacuated from the Senate, President Trump called Senator Tommy Tuberville, one of his strongest supporters in the Senate. As Senator Tuberville later recalled, he had to that end the call so cool, that he could evacuate <laughs> the Senate chamber himself. Let's listen. Oh, yeah, I'll start the telegram, too. He called, didn't call my phone, called somebody else, and uh, they handed it to me, and 
I, I basically told him, I said, Mr. President, we're, we're not doing much work here right now because they just took our vice president out. And matter of fact, I'm going to have to hang up on you. Uh, I've got to leave. Senator Josh Hawley also had to flee. Earlier that afternoon, before the joint session started, he walked across the east front of the Capitol. Can't you talk like a normal As you person? Can see this photo, he raised his fist in solidarity with the protesters already amassing at the security gates. We spoke with a Capitol Police officer who was out there at the time. She told us that Senator, Senator Hawley's gesture riled up the crowd. Gesture, and it you dumb bitch. Her greatly because he was doing it in a safe space, protected by the officers and the barriers. Later that day, Senator Hawley Not gesture, fled you idiot. after those protesters gesture. to rile up, stormed the Capitol. See for yourself. Thanks, Anon. Anonymous sent $3. Does Man. anyone know if Sewer Lizard does commissions? I don't know, but that guy's talented as fuck. Who is that running? Who they said that was running? I'm scared. Is that how he's supposed to be? Think about what we've seen. Undeniable violence this at the Capitol. This Dago bitch. Will you the shut vice up? The president being evacuated to safety by the Secret Service. Senators running through the hallways of the Senate to get away from the mob. As the commander-in-chief, President Trump was oath and duty-bound to protect the Capitol. Luria, I think that's... His senior uh, staff understood that. I think that's the time, but I don't know for sure. Do you, do you believe... Jared, that the president has an obligation to uh, ensure a peaceful transfer of power? Um, yes. I'll check her. And do you think the president has an obligation to defend uh, all three branches of our government? Uh, I believe so. Wow, Jewish. And, and I assume you also would agree the president has a particular obligation to take care that the laws be faithfully executed. That is one of the president's obligations, correct. Chad was right. Chad was right. Chad was right. Well, I mean, there's a, there's a constitution. Not Italian. That's right, Pantsu. I knew she would weigh in on that. That was my biggest issue. She's a Dago herself. Rather than uphold his duty to the Constitution, President Trump allowed the mob. A lot of these key players are women, too. You're right, Dalton. keep him in power. I reserve. Gosh, Gentlewoman reserves. I request that those in the hearing room remain seated until the Capitol Police have escorted members and witnesses from the room. I now declare the committee in recess for a period of approximately 10 minutes. Oh, so Adolf Wolf sent $3. This is fucking embarrassing. Anyone who's eating this up is just truly lost. We used to make fun of countries that did kangaroo bullshit like this. I'm not even a big Trump guy either, but few lads. This is dog shit. Yeah, it's pretty fucking awful, I have to say. Um, by the way, they're coming back in 10 minutes, so we'll talk about it some more. Uh, I kind of figured this would be a night. Nice, of course, it's trash. Don't get me wrong, but uh, we haven't done a committee hearing uh, coverage show in a while, so I figured why not? And I've blown off this whole entire thing just about, and this is the last day. I believe this is the last hearing. Stop. Uh, this is who, Judy Woodruff, who I don't even see how they keep keeping her alive, but uh, she's got more plastic surgery than Lauren Southern. Uh, right now, go to our 
analysts who are joining me uh, tonight as we watch these live hearings, these are some of the okay, most talk then. Uh, damning descriptions we have heard of the actions of the president, former President Trump, uh, on January Will you 6th, play the highlights the then? Fuck, we the weren't here. On the Capitol was taking place. Joining me are Mary McCord, director of the Institute oh! for Constitutional Advocacy and Protection. She's a former Justice Department official, Jamil Jaffer. He's a law professor. These people just George look Mason like University. fucking lizard people for real. And George W. Bush. And Evie Pompura, she is a former Secret Service agent. Uh, Mary McCord, Let's I'm going to come her. to you. I mean, both you and I have been sitting here just... Uh, Baby Pepe sent $3 every time I watch one of these Jan 6 hearings talking about how terrifying and deadly it was the image of the little granny smiling and waving the small American flag burns in my mind. It was so deadly. It was so deadly. It shows just exactly how dire the situation was, and I think the other thing that's I want to know what so she's got to say about the Secret Service so far is that, you know, the this the bitch looks scary right President here. Trump, including with that digital diagram of the Jeepers White House, Creepers when you see this bitch come across the screen. What the fuck? TV, and we all know the TV was playing Fox, and everyone else was playing. You know, I got to travel tomorrow, and I was sitting here, and I told everybody I was going to do a show, and then I was like. Mm. Nah, maybe I'll maybe I'll just call that off actually because I got to travel and stuff tomorrow. And then Pantsu messaged me and said, "You know they're doing the January sixth hearing live in prime time. It's the last day." I was like, mm, "Okay." So boats would be halted. <laughs> uh, okay. They weren't halted, and when the attack began, and Mike Pence didn't do what the president wanted him to, he issued the tweet that then made things even worse. That made thing when he said. Uh, Mike Pence uh, didn't have the courage that's right. to do to do what was necessary. Pat Dixon, you're here. Jaffer, uh, let me, we, we let me do, turn these dumb bitches down. Hold on. Had phone calls with various officials. Okay, we'll Pat. turn them down a little bit. Senator How's it going, Pat? David Perdue. He was doing good. Really good. How are you, Ralph? Well, I'm doing pretty good myself, actually. Uh, how you been? We ain't talked to you since last week. Uh, it, uh, it, 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 things, man. Everything's in flux. I'm moving uh, or something, maybe, and I don't know. And like, maybe I'm leaving town. Maybe I'm going on the run. You know, I'm not really sure. Uh, <laughs> no, that guy. <laughs> I, might, I might hop on a fucking uh, box car. I, I'm not really sure, but I, I'm still, uh, you know, just trying to stay busy doing crime report, doing New York. I just came off live stream doing crime report. That was a fun one. A lot of weird stories. You know, crime never stops, man. Crime never sleeps. Crime never sleeps. Neither does the kill stream. Here with live, live with Pat Dixon. I fucked that up. Uh, we're watching the January sixth hearing. We'll go back to see what this uh, subcontinental's got to say. Let it play out, right? He wanted what happened that day to take place. He's an error. He wanted I don't the know. count, as Mary McCord just said, and your testimony to this effect. That he wanted the Michael Cisco's coming in here later too. To be we'll probably so go to about eleven. Senators uh, to not to not. We did five hours earlier today on the Tequila like Sunrise. And so. What we see here is a president uh, not derelict in his duties because he, you know, he was uh, distracted <laughs> by what was going on, but he actually wanted what happened to take place, that, that took place. He wanted to play out that way. Um, and so this is, I think, the real core uh, of what the, what, the, what the committee is trying to do here and lay out for the American public is to demonstrate that this wasn't, as uh, Representative Kinsinger said right at the top, this wasn't an accident. This wasn't a president who just didn't get around to doing what he needed to do. It was a president who actively was seeking to allow this thing to play out, to allow the delay to happen, to All allow right, show the, the secret service, to bitch. be under attack so that the count would be delayed, which ultimately... I ain't seen too many secret service I mean, agents look like her. Hold on. Watch Excuse this, me, Pat. I didn't mean to, uh, to interrupt, Jimmy Jaffer. Thank you. But 
Evie no, Pop I meant to interrupt. Uh, Get him out of here. Joining us, former Secret Service you agent. You seen many Secret Service look like this? heard the description of what the agents oh. protected President Pence were <laughs> saying to each other in their radio traffic as they tried to figure out if there was a safe way to get a way to get uh, Mr. Pence to safety. So when you're hearing the comms, you know, which is the communication, which is imperative, you know, as I'm hearing the play out, sent three dollars. Democrats can never saying. just finish the hearing, job. You can hear it in the ver- stupid shit like right this is why abortion got overturned. Can they just do what they really want to do and just sunset Trump on the steps of the Capitol so Pelosi and Hillary can eat his heart? <laughs> JFC. Yeah. By the way, I, um, I, I think she's, look, I don't like, she's had a little too much work done, but uh, I still think she looks better than the chick earlier, maybe. I don't know. Shooting, rant, you know, civilians, rioters, yes, I understand, but do you start Her voice is better, too. When you're doing protection, you have a protective detail. That is the team that's around you. So I mean, she's a dirty bitch, don't get me wrong, but protective detail an extension of that is capital police capital police provide support the makeup so job yeah it is another extra Wild. set of security but that's somebody said probably has a dick you know what that might explain a lot how they used to be secret service yeah i didn't nobody think about coming that to get you so a lot of these security measures that i would check off in my head okay uh, do i have this that would do explain a lot actually you've lost all of that all they really had i didn't think is about that chat and when they, you could he, when you could hear them say go into hold hold, that's how is that a training? And you put them in a safe space nah, and you man, hold them because you have no other options, you have no other choice. You're oh. trying to figure out what to do. You think that's a training, it's Pat? Not a great solution because as I don't think so. I don't think it's enough. When you talk about the work she's had done, I mean, like it's it's just ridiculous. Her, her nose. Yeah, it's too much. Why would a secret service uh, person put all this money into their fucking face like this? You're not a supermodel. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Also, she went too far with it. I, as say, on the other hand, use a little uh, neck lift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, Judy Woodruff is older than God. I don't know how the fuck she's even still on television. She was legit a seasoned anchor when I was a kid. Inside the hearing room, Lisa. Probably when Pat was a kid. Like, she's been around for a while. Like, I mean, what the fuck? Damning testimony that we now, this woman about the- is atrocious. <laughs> The one that they just <laughs> oh my god! Get that off the TV. Her nose Jesus looks like a fucking. They have to put the air traffic controller lights around that bitch so the fucking helicopters don't crash and shit. Largest number of people I've seen in any of the Jesus. hearings so far. Uh, there is at least a full row of members of Congress. I've seen especially women members of Congress there. What is with this goblin together. panel they have set up for us tonight? As you might expect. Holy this. shit! I didn't get the memo on you know like hey nowadays uh, it's all about looks. It's all about your your you know being, being a beautiful newscaster and not some kind of fucking reporter like you think you are. At least we don't want you to miss the opportunity to go back into the hearing room. So we will get your dumbass you in there. But uh, but I. I have to say, for me, Listen it was old new bitch. hearing the description of the traffic, uh, the audio traffic, or the radio traffic, I should say, among the vice president's security detail, former vice president. Man. And I think Lisa Desjardins has gone back into the hearing room where we want her to be when the hearing uh, You told her to leave, Judy. You told her to leave, and now she's not here. Forward. 
Uh, let me That's your fault. You, the committee has said, and I should say, Quincy. we were given Jesus. a Yeah, we saw her earlier. She's Jeepers Creepers is what I call her. What the committee was planning to say to fold. Uh, Miss Creepers here. unfold tonight. Which is a, a reminder of just how three, organized two, what you, and careful. Pat, what if you woke up to that in the morning time? And just be like, oh, fuck. Mm. It's been remarkable since the beginning, you know. Yeah. Good. She, like, she transformed into something overnight. <laughs> Beer goggles galore. Oh, this might have to be some fucking... I don't even tequila goggles. From know. the day itself, you know, as a former prosecutor who's tried cases in front of a jury, and mind you, this is not in front of a I jury. I never would have guessed you were a federal prosecutor. Hearing, but dirty it's really bitch. here the jury is the American people. You look like I mean, a dirty fucking kind of federal prosecutor that you just rarely yeah. see. You know, so she's the one handing out fucking twenty-year sentences to fucking. Have tequila sent three dollars to apply in Patrick Wood. Let her give you a mouth hug. Was my nigga rights? Will you be a permanent fixture alongside the rail hamilton box? Maybe kills to rim the call in show. Well, we're gonna start having them on more often, but this is the second week in a row, so I mean that's a pretty good fixture set right there. Second Thursday in a row, yeah, second yeah. Thursday in a row actually too. So, and I figured it worked right. out well because I knew you were doing your show right before, so uh, yeah, stop on here. And it's a little, you know. I have to be prepared. Just talk about whatever dumb shit I'm. <laughs> uh, this entity, if you will, it was to be by a bipartisan committee. I had to prep or anything, um, and then tonight we're just watching these freaks, so it's even easier. Yeah, the Republican leadership. January sixth, dude. I mean, like this, know, this is the investigation that's never going to end. They're never because they want an open investigation going. That means they can't talk about it. They don't have to explain it. They can keep arresting people. They don't have to move forward. This is the moment that they have always wanted. Right, and this is, uh, you know, nothing but trying to influence the midterms in the first place, but um, I don't really think it's going to have any impact at all, honestly. They've been trumpeting this. You hear the media with their somber tones. You know what? I'm somber when I go to the gas station to fill up my fucking truck, or I look in the store and my grocery bill is 75% higher than it was last year, or, you know, critical infrastructure is being blown up left and right, just weird, crazy shit going on. The country's falling apart. That's what pisses me off. Yeah, they keep talking about food shortages coming. I mean, yeah. food fucking shortages? What the fuck happened to the United States of America? If there's anything we never thought we'd have, it's a fucking food shortage. Well, they're going to blame Putin. Reich's they already are. $3. Hey, you should have Keith Woods on again. I like Keith Woods. On that space with Nick, they shortly mentioned you in a positive light, shitting on drama channels trying to tear you down. I liked when he was on the fuck Trovo stream with Nick and RPG crashed it. Funny. Oh, I remember that. I like Keith Woods a lot. I've lo- I mean, I haven't talked to him in a few months, about five or six, because he got kicked off Twitter. Uh, and sometimes I can be a little Twitter-centric. I have his email, though. I think I can email him and probably get his private telegram. I just haven't had a good reason. You know, I want to get him on when I had a good idea or something. Did they do a space? I don't think I saw that. You made me – I don't think I saw them do a space together. You made me think of that. I'll look that up in a second. Let me turn these freaks back up. Uh, yes. You're, you know, we. Un- I understand why you're upset. I understand why you've done this. I mean, it's 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 hard to imagine any president of the United States, uh, including the one who was last in office for four years. Um, uh, you know, Adobe sent three dollars. Carly Ma, Carly Ma, Pelosi chants as she holds Trump's beating heart over her head. <laughs> Hillary's fake human skin melts away to show her true reptilian scales. The rest of the Dems start tearing him limb from limb feasting as Trump yells choke on M. 
Uh, they, somebody said they did, but I didn't see it. Uh, tell me when it was. I might try to watch that uh, while I'm traveling tomorrow or listen to it. Excuse me. Uh, to the American public, almost like, as Mary McCord said, uh, a prosecution team would. And uh, Evie Pomporis, uh, former Secret Service agent, is also joining us tonight. As we're waiting for the committee members to come back for the hearing to resume. I think one of the things we're seeing tonight very clearly is how these uh, different security agencies work closely together. D.C. police, they were working closely with the Secret Service. They I didn't even know closely, Keith was uh, on Twitter. Uh, what the, the fuck? Police at the Capitol. But then at some My point, mind is blown. Outnumbered. And we are seeing the committee members about to take their seats. And nobody's going to tell me when this should happen. Uh, Evie, I wanted to call on you, but we also want to want to catch this. Uh, we'll come back to you. Uh, when Somebody in the chat knows, uh, too. And they're just not telling right me now, on purpose. Back to the committee's vice chair, Congresswoman Liz Cheney. Why would they do the, that, the Pat? I don't understand. Yeah, it's weird. The committee will be in order. They know. I recognize the gentleman from Illinois. We left at the recess just after President Trump's 224 tweet attacking the vice president. Harvey Keller sent $3. Hi, Pat. Was it a straight job <laughs> or a right class? Good news. Biden has the cool fuck him and the lasered fuckers. We was pagans. Woohoo. Did you want us? Fractured jaw involved, so you got to put that together in your mind. Yeah. That jaw is on one side of the face. Yeah, it definitely was not a jab, I don't think. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've seen some some people, if you could really pack that jab in, boys, I would expect a, a hook or a cross. Meantime, all the president did was post two tweets. One at 2.38 and the other at 3.13. One said, quote, stay peaceful. The other said, quote, remain peaceful. But the president already knew that the mob was attacking the police. Uh, maybe they're talking about an old. Capital. Neither tweet condemned the violence or told the mob hmm. I'll see if I can to leave it. the Capitol and disperse. To appreciate how obvious it was that President Trump was not meeting this moment, it's helpful to look at the real-time reactions of his own son, Don Jr., to the might, first tweet, like this, captured in so. a series of text messages with Mark Meadows. I'll warn the audience that these messages contain some strong language. Oh, no. Not As profanities. See, Don, Jr.'s fir- Don Jr. first texted Mr. Meadows at 2.53. They're all nervous as fuck because they're on primetime, too. This is the second stumble bomb we've had tonight. The Capitol Police tweet is not enough. Mr. Meadows replied, I am pushing it hard. I agree. Don Jr. responded, this is one you go to the mattresses on. They will try to fuck his entire legacy if this wow. on this if it gets worse. Here's they just what said Don fuck Jr. on primetime by there. go to the mattresses. It's two fifty eight when you say that he need that Mr. Meadows needs to go to the mattresses on this issue. When you say go to the mattresses, what does that mean? Watch the Godfather prick. Yeah, what the fuck? I think it's a Godfather. Reference. Yeah, I was going to say, the fuck, you never seen The Godfather? Well, Hannity agreed, and he also turned to Mark Meadows for help after the president's second tweet. Watch The Godfather, As you can you see, Mr. Hannity texted at 331 to say Trump needed to deliver a statement to the nation telling the rioters to leave the Capitol. Mr. Meadows responded that he was, quote, on it. Don Jr. and Sean Hannity... We're not the only ones who implored Mr. Meadows to get the president to speak to the nation and tell the mob to leave, to go home, go home. 
Throughout the attack, Mr. Meadows received texts from Republican members of Congress, from current and former Trump administration officials, from media personalities, and from friends. Like President Trump's staff, they knew President Trump had to speak publicly to get the mob to stop. Let's look at just a few of these text messages. Fox News personality Laura Ingram said, the president needs to tell the people in the Capitol to go home. Former Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney urged Mark, he needs to stop this now. Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade said, please get him on TV, destroying everything that you guys have accomplished. These are the same cucks decrying Alex Stein, who we had on the show earlier. He knew the president's two tweets were not enough. Let's listen to what he said. I think the question is, did you believe that the tweets were not anything about your advice to the president? No, I believe more needed to be done. Okay. I believed that a public statement needed to be made. When you talk about... uh, Others on uh, the staff. By the way, more should be the done. people out of the Capitol didn't the have their phones out watching Trump. Home. Like, I don't know. Who who would you put in that category? What? You know, when you made a statement, they took it off fucking well, Twitter. They did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You made a statement and they, and they were like, you're banned for life from Twitter, whatever the fuck. So, I mean, like, they didn't even leave it up there. Overall, Mark True. Meadows, um, Ivanka, once Jared got there, Jared. Um, General Kellogg, I'm probably missing some, but those Kaylee, I think was was there, but I don't. Dan Scavino, and who on the staff did not want people to leave the Capitol? On the staff. In the White House, how about? I, I, I can't think of anybody, you know, on that day who didn't want people to get out of the, the Capitol once the, you know, particularly once the violence started. No. Yeah, once they let them in. They let them in, did they? Yeah, they did. AOC yeah. admitted it the other day. She said yeah. the staff. So you I, know, I texted Mark Meadows that day, and I fear I might have been a bad influence. I was like, this is fucking awesome. This shit rocks. Keep it up. I, I, I guess I was. I can't reveal communications, but obviously, I think, you know. Kobe Killer Woohoo sent $3. I am yeah. so high. Will you please translate what these actions of cunts? We was pagans. They see B and Bunch Pat though. Cipollone is being careful about executive privilege. There really is no ambiguity about what he said. Almost everybody wanted President Trump to instruct the mob to disperse. President Trump refused. To understand how inadequate the president's tweets were, Let's examine his 238 tweet in more detail. For context, here's what was happening at that time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. 
barricade. Oh, God, give me a fucking break. Outside. We have no way out. We were just told that there has been tear gas in the rotunda, and we're being instructed uh, to each of us get uh, gas masks. We went from a peaceful protest, and this is break. a very this dangerous is... situation right now. Um, that there are, I'm being told, so these protesters are only the dangerous when they pulled out a gun and shot Babbitt. Chambers, and there is now tear gas inside yeah. the Capitol Rotunda. Uncalled for, by the way. Locked in the house are being totally uncalled for, unannounced, unwarned. Ms. Matthews, after President Trump's tweet about Vice President Pence. You told us you spoke to, uh, immediately you spoke to Kaylee McEnany. What did you tell her and where did she go afterwards? After the tweet about the vice president, I found Kaylee and told her that I thought the president needed to immediately send out a tweet that condemned the violence that we were seeing and that there needed to be a call to action to tell these people to leave the Capitol. And she agreed and walked over to the Oval dining room to find the president. We, we interviewed Ms. McEnany and others who, who were in the dining room with the president, uh, urging him to put out a statement. Ms. Matthews, Ms. McEnany told us she came right back to the press office after meeting with the president about this particular tweet. What did she tell you about what happened in that dining room? When she got back, she told me that a Vegas. tweet had been sent out. From daytime dynasty to evening empire, the, the sovereign Ralph Amali is lord of all content he surveys. And he needed to condemn Thank the you, brother. And we were in a room full of people, but people weren't paying attention. And so she looked directly at me and in a hushed tone shared with me that the president did not want to include any sort of mention of peace in that tweet. And that Remind me, I'll get you in the live chat, Vegas. Part, those who were in the room. And she said that there was a back and forth um, going over different phrases to find something that he was comfortable with. And it wasn't until Ivanka Trump suggested the phrase... Loco Coco Joker sent $10. Hey, Ralph Amali, thanks for updating podcast feed. You're welcome. Makes my job so much better. Thank you. Congratulations on the humiliation of your haters. Cannot abort. It's not enough. It's not enough that I should succeed. They should also fail. Ladies and gentlemen, you understand? Trump wanted them to do. Go ahead, Pat. President Trump's message was heard exactly. clearly. Yeah, absolutely, by man. The failure of your enemies is more important than your own success. Right, God right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's not enough that I should win. They should also lose. Go ahead. Nick Spence sent $3. These 92 deep state retards are destroying U.S. <laughs> In less than two years, we have made enemies with 90% of the planet. Our military is barely at 30% capacity and filled with low IQ minorities and women who hate the U. This is that Biden fault. Well, you know what? There was just a story out the other day about the military having problems uh, recruiting. Who sent Shockingly $3. Let me emphasize. They said they a bunch and no dan and tears of a black officer. Or they say is skipping dead. No storing dead bayonet, but this coffee is great. Thank you, Kobe. Let's put some more filters on there for you. <laughs> There's no safe place Appreciate in the United that. States for any of these motherfuckers. <laughs> Whoa! Right now, let me tell you. I hope they understand that we are not looking around. Military principle 105. Military principle 105. Cave means grave. Trump just tweeted. Huh? Please support our Capitol Police. They are on our side. Do not harm them. 
That's saying a lot by what he didn't say. He didn't say not to do anything to the congressman. <laughs> well, he did no, not ask him to stand day. down. He's just said, uh, stand by the Capitol Police. They are on our side, and they are good people. So uh, it's getting real down there. I got it on TV, and it's um, it's looking pretty friggin' radical to me. Oh, well. CNN said that Trump has egged this on. That he is egging it on. BG White sent three dollars. Is that Gino dude at Compound Jewish? We shouldn't go into that. I don't give a shit. What Might as well be. Be safe. Be safe. God bless and Godspeed and keep going. Get it, Jess. Do your shit. This is what we fucking lived up for. Everything we fucking trained for. Yeah, I didn't get that. Over the Capitol. Overran the Capitol. I don't believe this. Fucking Capitol, bro. Yeah, no, these are not, those are not Trump supporters. We've now seen how President Trump's supporters reacted to his tweets. Mr. Pottinger, you told us <laughs> that you consider the tweets sent to this point to be, quote, wholly inadequate given oh. the urgency <sighs> of the crisis. What, in your view, would have been needed? Uh. Yeah, I... <clears throat> It was insufficient. I think what you could count me among those who was uh, hoping to see an unequivocal Logo Coco. Logo Coco Joker sent $3. Hi, Pat Dixon. I'm a big fan, but I only found out what you look like yesterday. From your voice, I imagined you to look like Walter White with more hair. Yeah, stick around. <laughs> not ambiguous. Because yeah. he has that power over his folks. Ms. Matthews, you told us about a colleague who said during the attack that the president should not condemn the violence. Can you please tell us about how that, about that moment and your reaction? Yes, so a conversation started in the press office after the president sent out those two tweets that I deemed were insufficient. And a colleague suggested that the president shouldn't condemn the violence because they thought it would be, quote, handing a win to the media if you were to condemn his supporters. And I disagreed. I thought that we should condemn the violence and condemn it unequivocally. And I thought that he needed to include a call to action and to tell these people to go home. And um, a debate ensued over it. And I became visibly frustrated. And my colleagues were well aware of that. And I couldn't believe that we were arguing over this in the middle of the West Wing, talking about the politics of a tweet, being concerned with handing the media a win when we had just watched all of that violence unfold at the Capitol. And so I motioned up yeah. at the TV all and said, do you think it looks like we're effing winning? Because I don't think it does. And I again reiterated oh, that she was the, the brave voice. to condemn the violence because it didn't matter if it was coming from sure. the left or the right, that you should condemn violence 100% of the time. We've he didn't encourage violence anymore. Everyone in the press right. orbit was pushing him to do more, to tell the mob to leave the Capitol. One of these people, one of those people was Republican leader Kevin McCarthy. He managed to get the president on the phone and told him to call off his supporters. He's also a cuck, by the As way. As you will hear, the president refused, and so leader McCarthy reached out uh, for help to Ivanka Trump, who was at the White House, and Jared Kushner, who that afternoon had just arrived back on a flight from the Middle East. <laughs> So at some point in the afternoon, Mr. What part uh, of the Middle East? Uh, placed a phone call to uh, Mr. Scavino's desk line, and it was transferred to the president. Is that correct? 
that's generally what I recall. Okay. Were you involved in making that, transferring that call? I, I, yes. Okay. Where was the president at the time that he took that call? He was in the dining room. Would you personally reach out to the president for more support? I've already talked to the president. Um, I called them. Um, I think we need to make a statement, um, make sure that we can calm individuals down. Did Mr. McCarthy indicate that he had been in touch with President Trump? He indicated that uh, he had had some conversation. I don't recall whether it was the tr with the president or with somebody at the White House, but I think he'd, he'd expressed uh, frustration that uh, um, not taking the circumstances as seriously as they should in that moment. You know, I asked Kevin McCarthy, who's the Republican leader, about this, um, and he said he called Donald Trump. He finally got through to Donald Trump, and he said, you have got to get on TV. You've got to get on Twitter. You've got to call these people off. You know what the president said to him? This is as it's happening. He said, well, Kevin, these aren't my people. You know, these are, these are Antifa. <laughs> and Kevin responded and said, no, they're your people. They literally just came through my office windows, and my staff are running for cover. I mean, they're running for their lives. You need to call them off. And the president's response to Kevin, to me, was chilling. He said, well, Kevin, I guess they're just more upset about the election uh, you know, theft than you are. Nick Spence sent $3. If a modern-day bad, bad German mustache man comes to power in the coming years, I will not stand in his way, and I will appoint to this gay pal while that Congress threw together is my justification. has a briefing room. Thank you, Mr. Spence. from the Oval Office. It is the cameras on 24-7, as you know. Why hasn't he walked down? Y'all didn't miss anything but now. her saying that they started cussing at each other after that, by the way. I, I conveyed to the president what I think is best to do, and I'm hopeful the president... Super Ralph Vitality <laughs> sent $3 Metacore, Worski, PPP, Manko, Rikita, Cog, Augie the f*** all together can't take down the Ralph a male keep trying f The League of Fucking Super f*** can't even take me down, ladies and gentlemen. Damn, they can take down so many, but not you. There's just some. Some of us are built um, for I this. Saw my, my phone ringing. Turned the shower off. Saw it was leader uh, McCarthy, who I had a good relationship with. Uh, he told me he was getting really ugly over at the Capitol and said, please. You know, oh, Bibble, what's up, man? Let me send you the link if you're coming uh, in. I don't recall specific ask, just anything you could do. The, again, I got the sense that, you know, they were. They Let me were, send you the hangout. You know, they were scared. They meaning Ms. Leader McCarthy and people on the Hill because of the violence? He, he was scared, yes. Think about that. Leader McCarthy, who was one of the president's strongest supporters, was scared and that. begging for help. President Trump turned him down. So he tried to call the president's children. Republican House member Mike Gallagher also implored the president to call off the attack. Mr. President, you have got to stop this. You are the only person who can call this off. Call it off. The election is over. Call it off. President-elect Joe Biden also went live on TV to demand that President Trump tell the mob to leave. I call on President Trump to go on national television now to fulfill his oath and defend the Constitution and demand an end to this siege. There was a desperate scramble for everyone.
to get President Trump to do anything. All this occurred, and the president still... Wait, what happened there? The whole oh, thing, shit. the whole argument to everything you're saying is, fuck you, shut up. Thank you, Mr. Kennedy. By the way, the stream skipped for a second. I, are there Trump shit, dude? Let me refresh it just in case. I don't know what Something happened there. Something more Sorry. at 17. 187 minutes, more than three hours after he stopped speaking at the ellipse. After he stopped speaking to a mob that he had sent armed to the Capitol. That's when he tweeted a video no, telling the rioters to go home, while also telling him them that they were special and that he loved them. By that time, although, the violence was far from over. Law enforcement had started to turn the tide. Reinforcements were on the way, and elected officials were in secure locations. The writing was already on the wall. The rioters would not succeed. Here's what was showing on Fox News, the channel the president was watching all afternoon. Back to Brett Baer with more information now. Brett, what do you have? Well, I'll send you the link if you're having on. Lucas Tomlinson uh, confirming the Defense Department has now uh, mobilized the entire D.C. National Guard, 1,800 troops. Takes several hours, as I was mentioning before, Bibble, uh, to what's get up? up and running. The Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy is setting up a headquarters at the FBI. Trump to do. Uh, allegedly, he both uh, ripped out the throat of a Secret Service agent and tried to crash his car so that he could go down there and tell the people to stop. Uh, but they, he refused to send out a tweet telling them to stop i mean what's you know what's the situation what, what did they want him to do did they want him to go down there and calm people down or not well they were intimating that he was going down there i guess to join the fray which is ridiculous of course <laughs> but, i mean that doesn't seem like something Trump would do. although he did say that at first but say what pat i just said that would have been awesome yeah i mean it would have kind of been, yeah, I mean, of been awesome yeah went with the president to film the message in the Rose Garden. Let's hear what they had to say and see the never-before-seen... Neon Nicker sent $3 AO hull up. What exactly <laughs> were they armed with? Hola. Are we watching the same movie? This is like a real-life Holocaust story retconning <laughs> happening before our eyes. Did they ride in on bears and eagles, too? Were they armed with magic swastika swords? Perhaps. Did the president use any written remarks to your knowledge or did he just go off the cuff off the top baby uh, to my knowledge it was off the cuff sir good chase yep. when you're ready sir yep. you tell me when when you're ready sir who's, who's behind me <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. He's gone. He's gone around. We're around there now. Who's behind me fired? I know your pain. I know you're hurt. We had a election. Let me say. Well, I like to stop and start. I know your pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where 
such a thing happened where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election, but we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated. Nick Spence sent $3 so bill, my friend. So Hold on one sec. I'll replay that one sec. I know how you feel. But go I home just want to hear this and part. go home in peace. All right, now let me replay. When I got there, uh, basically the president just had yeah, finished uh, this filming the video. Sure. And I think he was basically retiring for the day. Was there any discussion about the president releasing a second video that day? Nick Spence sent $3 Bibble, my friend, you have the details wrong. Trump grabbed the Secret Service agent who wouldn't take him to the Capitol and dragged him to his office by the hair. He that proceeded to rape him for being a f Secret Service agent needed a new anus. Oh, God, no. But we say oh, day, God. Day over. The there were still people in the Capitol at that point, weren't there? There were people in the Capitol, but I believe by this stage, you know, law enforcement... I'd have to go back and look, but I thank you, Mr. Spence. Appreciate that, man. Either there or moving in or going to take charge. I, I just say people were emotionally drained by the time that videotape was done. Emotionally drained. Emotionally drained at the White House. Here's what was happening at the same time at the Capitol. Yeah, the White House bitch. Did we he stutter? The audience that this clip also contains strong language. <laughs> Not and profanity. Violence. You know, it's very strange how much this aligns with the President's revolt. Say it again, Bibble. It's very strange how much this aligns with the Peasants' Revolt, the King, you know, Richard II. Going where essentially then. these peasants started revolting. Uh, they hated the government, but they aligned with the king for some reason. Uh, essentially that, you know, uh, well, his, his father was very popular and also he was a boy king and uh, they thought that it was like all the evil visors around him influencing him. If this sounds familiar, it'll stop me. <laughs> and so they revolted and um, uh, the, the king went out there and told them, uh, it's all right, you know, I'm in control now, you're under my banners. Uh, you won't, <laughs> nothing bad will happen to you. Uh, just go, go home and everything's okay. And then afterwards, uh, the leaders were rounded up and beheaded. Right. Yeah. So I was going to say, I remember that last part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very, very straight. Uh, you know, I'm a bit, I'm a bit of an Anglophile. I used to, to read a lot about oh, the, uh, too, the old, uh, monarchy and that this, this is, you know, thinking about it now, I'm like, holy shit. I'm a bit of an anglophile, too, but too much of an anglophile. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we need you to get the building cleared, give us the okay so we can go back in session and finish up the people's business as soon as possible. Mr. Secretary and Senator Schumer, some people here in the Capitol Police believe it would take us several days to secure the building. Do you agree with that analysis? So what is the earliest that we could safely resume uh, our proceedings in the Senate and House chambers? The earliest we could safely stop. resume. The vice president also worked the phones from his own secure evacuation. Do they have location, a mask on the microphone? Including conversations with acting secretary of defense.
Miller, they and do. other military leaders. Well past President Trump's 417 video, let's look at some never-before-seen photographs of the Vice President during this critical time and hear about the Vice President's conversation with military leaders to secure the Capitol and ensure everyone was safe. Vice President Pence, there were th uh, two or three calls with Vice President Pence. He was very animated, and he issued very explicit, uh, very direct, unambiguous orders. There was no question about that. And, he, and, he was, and, and, and I can get you the exact quotes, I guess, from some of our records somewhere, but he was very animated, very direct, very firm uh, and to Secretary Miller. Get the military down here, get the guard down here, put down this uh, situation, uh, et cetera. As you heard earlier in the hearing, the president did not call the vice president or anyone in the military, federal law enforcement. I've never seen that this motherfucker animated General in his life. Schumer. Can the coven convene the ritual today? The Scaven slaves are spooked. They think we need a few days to putrefy the Warrens before conducting the adrenochrome ceremony. <laughs> what do you think, Sergeant Goy Slave? He said, "Oh, this guy. Uh, this from memory. I don't think I don't think Pence has ever been animated in his fucking life. He looks like he fucks his wife like a fucking waterbed. Jesus Christ, are you kidding me? Oh, oh yeah, I was looking for this gentle." The narrative. Oh. Gentle rocking motion. <laughs> Don't want to be too rough with her. Yeah. By the way, I can't imagine why we're having problems with our recruiting in the military. I don't know if you guys saw this recently. This was the representatives of the United States military overseas. What the? So while President Trump and his advisors were drained, other leaders what in the world to do the right thing. Maybe it was exhausting to Is get that the an SNL skit? out that video. But think exactly about why they're there too to demoralize the, the fucking country. The president That's Trump crazy. had summoned himself to Washington. <laughs> Me too. And what about President Trump? He watched TV, tweeted, called senators to try to delay the count of electoral votes, called Rudy Giuliani and argued with his staff who were insinuating that was probably not the best call that he should call um, off the attack. Uh, he killed no one. What was your reaction to President Trump's he message? He left Rudy off the list, but... I was struck You know what, man? This is, this shit's getting me too heated. I'm getting my, my blood to fucking... You know, if anybody needs to calm down... Tune in five minutes on cozy.tv slash Bibble. We're going to be doing a Western. We love you. The Deadly Companions. And we'll be watching it right there on screen. You won't need to bring anything else except popcorn. Come on over and watch. See you boys day. later. Thank you, sir. Have a good one, man. Those that we Thank watched you. cause violence at the Capitol. Instead, he told the people who we had just watched storm our nation's capital with the intent on overthrowing our democracy, violently attack police officers, and chant heinous things like hang Mike Pence. We love you. You're very special. And Shut up, whore. As a spokesperson for him, I knew that Agreed. I would be asked to defend that. And to me, his refusal to Oh, guess who just got a copy of the most canceled man in America? His refusal to condemn the violence <sighs> was indefensible. And so I have a little watch on the way back evening. tomorrow. And so I finished out the work day 
went home and called my loved ones to tell them of my decision and resigned that evening. Thank you. Good. Indefensible. Let's hear what some of your colleagues in the press office told us about their reaction to this same 417 message. I felt like it was the, the absolute bare minimum of what could have been said at that point for something on camera. What else do you think should have been said? Um, so a more forceful, a, a more forceful um, dismissal of the violence, a more forceful command to go home, a more forceful um, respect for law enforcement, even a comparison um, to the respect that we have given law enforcement as it relates to what was done to them in the prior summer. Um, and I thought it was important that an acknowledgement be given to the U.S. Capitol building itself, what it's a symbol of, what it means, um, not only to the people that work there, but to the American people generally, and the work of Congress that by law needed to be conducted that day. Do you wish yeah, we're here that the president asked the protesters to leave the, not the other way around. earlier than he ended up asking them to do that? Of course, I would love to, if the go-home message would have happened earlier in the day. The president's words matter. We know that many of the rioters were listening to President Trump. We heard from one last week, Stephen Neon. Neon Nickerson, $3, he should have called the cops faggots for crying and having heart attacks and ordered his boomer whore to piss all over the carpets. The pish erection would have been a legend till the end of time. Cisco, what's up, brother? It seemed like it started to disperse. Ah, you know, just chilling. Just chilling. Just chilling. Ready to get my blood boiling now. Well, here you go. Nick Spence, yes! Nick Spence subscribed for $5. Thank you, brother. Appreciate the support tonight. If you want that uh, subscriber link for the private chat we have for subs, uh, email me, theralph at theralphretort.com or at Killstream on Telegram. But just as Mr. Ayers said, police were still fending off the last throes of the brutal assault. I yield to the gentleman from Illinois. While everyone else was working <clears throat> to get Congress back in session, what did President Trump do? At 6.01, just one minute after the citywide curfew went into effect, he posted his last tweet of the day. After officers engaged in multiple hours of hand-to-hand -hand combat, where was with over 100 of them sustaining injuries, President Trump tweeted at 6.01 and justified the violence as a natural response to the election. He said, quote, these are the things and events that happen when a sacred landslide victory is so unceremoniously, viciously stripped away from great patriots who have been badly, unfairly treated for so long. And unfairly. Go home with love and peace. Remember this day forever. Twitter didn't like that one. He called the mob great patriots. He told people to remember the day forever. He showed absolutely no remorse. A few minutes later, at 6.27, the president left the dining room 
and he went up to the White House residence for the night. On the screen is the last photograph of the president that night as he went into the residence. As he was gathering his things in the dining room to leave, President Trump reflected on the day's events with a White House employee. This was the same employee who had met President Trump in the Oval Office after he returned from the ellipse. President Trump said nothing to the employee about the attack. He said only, quote, Mike Pence let me down. Ms. Matthews, what was your reaction to President Trump's 601 tweet? Um, at that point, I had already made the decision to resign, and this tweet just further cemented my decision. I thought that January 6, 2021 was one of the darkest days in our nation's history, and President Trump was treating it as a celebratory. Okay, it skipped again. I don't think that's my stream. with that tweet. And so it just I'll refresh it again. my decision to resign. I don't think that's me because I see Cisco. Others agreed with your assessment is, of that tweet. Let's look at what they had to say. Let me refresh it, though, because it did skip for a second. Oh, my God. I think this is some Google shit because my stream's seemingly been okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> what is this? And I, well, I'm remorseful that Trump didn't cross the Rubicon the that day. That's sentence. what I'm remorseful for. Um, that would have been killer. I guess it's one long sentence. But uh, the wording on the first sentence would lead some to believe that potentially he had something to do with the events that happened at the Capitol. What did he say? I don't recall saying <laughs> I thought the same thing, Stag. It's ridiculous. He said it's preposterous, this, preposterous that this woman is participating politically. I have the power line thing going, so if it skips, it just skips for a second. It is annoying. It does. It is seemingly doing a little bit more now, though, and I don't know why, really. Uh, okay, let's see. Oh, as soon as I was talking, all that good stuff. Okay. It's that West. It's that West. It's jumping up and down. I don't know why. The president having a role in the violence. It's that West Virginia internet. Yeah, it's fucking garbage. Actually, it's fine 90% of the time. Motherfucker. It was my interpretation of the words. I mean, I'm... I'm These people are so full of shit, though. You know what I mean? Leon Nick has sent $3, no. The darkest day in our nation's history so far was when the Scarven Rat Demons who run that star chamber sent two literal trannies to represent the U.S. military, shattering the dignity of the USA for all time. Now, I'll, I'll do a uh, holding pattern here for a second. I don't. It was fine all day and ever since Tuesday. Uh, but now it's a little jumpy again, and I don't really know why. Uh, okay. Well, there's still holding patterns. Nick Spence, thank you. Nick Spence sent $3 thing I remember most about 1-6 is the Capitol Police being raped with fire extinguishers while Donald Trump laughed maniacally. <laughs> Cried I have never in my life seen so much rape. This was worse than 9-11, but please never forget the Holocaust. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that one. All right, let's see if it'll come back. My shit yeah. is jumping around now, and I don't know why. Okay, let's see. Giuliani called several of President Trump's closest political allies in the hour before the Are they going to go all the way to 11? I guess so. Representative Jim Jordan and Senators Marsha Blackburn, Tommy Tuberville, 
Bill Haggerty, Tuberville, bitch. Graham, Josh Holly, We know you're not an Ted SEC Cruz. fan, you fucking cuck. We know why Mr. Giuliani was calling Tuberville. them because at 7.02. What in the world? For Senator Tuberville, which Tuberville, I want to slap this guy. Let's listen to just the start of it. I don't even like Tommy Tuberville at all, oh, by the way. Tuberville, or I should say Coach Tuberville. That's exactly what you should say, Coach Tuberville. I'm calling you because I want to discuss... That guy didn't even win his election. He's trying to rush this he's hearing. This is his last term. We need you, our Republican friends, to try to just Tuberville. Down so we can get these legislatures to get more information to you. Mr. Giuliani did not even mention the attack on the Capitol. Instead, he was pushing on behalf of President Trump to get members of Congress to further delay the certification. Even though some members did proceed with objections, Vice President Pence and Congress stood firm and successfully concluded the joint session in the early morning hours of January 7th. Here are some of what members of the president's party said in the days and weeks after the attack. Boogly no Woogly sent $3 notice the tiny clip of Kaylee silence liberal McKinney. They remember how every press conference she was akin to the tripods from War of the <laughs> Worlds good, vaporizing actually, yeah. journalists left and right. She was not too no bad. question about it. The people who stormed this building believed they were acting on the wishes too. and instructions of their president. And having that belief was a foreseeable consequence of the growing crescendo of false statements, conspiracy theories, and reckless hyperbole, which the defeated president kept shouting into the largest megaphone on planet Earth. The violence, destruction, and chaos we saw earlier was unacceptable, undemocratic, and un-American. It was the saddest day I've ever had is serving as a member of this institution. You're a fucking idiot, then. Today, the People's House oh, was my attacked, God. Which is an attack on the Republic itself. I remember him there saying no that, too. For it. A woman died, and people need to go to jail. And the president should never... Every one of these cucks, never forget. Certain Americans to believe something that simply... Never forget well, about these cucks. The morning, yeah. Congress certified the 2020 election results. Soon after, this statement by President Trump was posted on Dan Scavino's Twitter account because the president's account by now had been suspended. I think this has been suspended. As you can see, President Trump stuck with his big lie that the election was stolen. But he did say there would be an orderly transition. We learned, though, that the statement was not necessarily his idea. Jason Miller, a campaign advisor, told us that after the joint session started, he heard nothing from President Trump or the White House about assuring the nation that the transfer of power would take place. So Mr. Miller took it upon himself to draft the statement and call the president at 923 that night to convince him to put it out. Let's listen to what he had to say about the call. Did he disagree with something that you had put in the statement, some particular word or phrase that he did not want included? Uh, I'd say just a... Uh, a he wanted to say peaceful transition, and I said that ship's kind of already sailed, so we're going to say orderly transition. Uh, that was that was about the extent of disagreement or, or pushback from the conversation. 
The last person President Trump spoke to by phone that night was Johnny McEntee, his head of personnel. Mr. McEntee told us that they talked about the events of the day and the multiple resignation by, by administration officials. The decision whether to resign was one that weighed heavily on people in the administration. On the one hand, people like Mr. Pottinger and Ms. Matthews here, as proud as they were to have served, refused to be associated Oogly with Woogly sent Trump's $3, you're laughing. They're milking AOC on the Capitol lawn and you're laughing. I'm milking on the Capitol lawn. Go ahead, Joey. Joey Joe Joe G-Star sent $3. Republicans are worse than the Democrats. Most may disagree, but the GOP should not be allowed a majority on Congress as long as Bitch McCuckle and his pet f***s are still in power. 100%. Also, I see I missed some accounts that weren't enabled. Yes. On the sub chat. That's my fault. Concerned about is if they were on the second page. People in the council's office left. Who would who would replace me? And I had some concerns that it might be somebody who, you know, had been giving bad advice. Uh, On the morning of the seventh, the decision I arrived at was that the most constructive thing I could think of was to seek a new cabinet. Um, You know, I. Uh, thought that uh, trying to work within the administration to steady the ship was likely to have you know greater value um, than uh, simply resigning. Uh, after which point, I would have been um, powerless to uh, really affect things within the administration. She thought that there should be a cabinet meeting. You know why? That would not. Be- I. I, I I don't remember why. I, th- I think it probably had something to do with Mark's view of how the president might react and that he, you know, but things like that. Now, there was a couple of the calls where, uh, you know, Meadows and or Pompeo, but more Meadows. Um, how's the president doing? Like Pompeo might say. Nick's been sent $3. Why is the rat faced fake Republican say, from well, Illinois smiling like a smarmy little faggot? <laughs> he thinks he's Doesn't he realize that the worst attack on our nation since the Holocaust happened? Trump literally raped Mike Pence on Newsmax. <laughs> he Why lo- does he find this so funny? He loves every second of this prime time. He's sucking it up. He thinks he's going to get a job off of it. As you heard, Secretary Scalia wanted President Trump to convene a cabinet meeting. He put his request in a memo to the president, and here's what it said. You can see that Secretary Scalia recommended that the president, quote, no longer publicly question the election results after Wednesday no one can deny this is harmful. Secretary Scalia also highlighted the importance of the public knowing the president would invoke his cabinet in decision-making and not, quote, certain private individuals. Though Secretary Scalia did not say it, he was referring to Rudy Giuliani and the rest of the so-called clown car working with President Trump to try to overturn the election. Secretary Scalia understood that the president needed to do more to reassure the public about the last few weeks of the Trump administration. Mr. Pottinger, when you made the decision to resign, did did you walk out of the White House immediately? G.I. Groper. G.I. Groper sent $3. What's your ad on Telegram? At Killstream. My immediate boss, that was the National Security Advisor, Robert O'Brien, uh, uh, Robert O'Brien was traveling on the 6th. I reached him at about 4.30 p.m. 
uh, and told him uh, that I was submitting my resignation. He accepted the resignation, but he also asked uh, whether I could stay until he could get back to the White House. And, uh, and I agreed to that. We, we both uh, wanted to make sure that I was leaving in a responsible way. Uh, we, we still have foreign adversaries to worry about, you know, hackers, terrorists. Uh, Sog and Pony Show? Why have I never heard uh, that and, one before? Um, Seems like I one I should have heard already. My chair empty. That's given pretty that good. I was the top national security staffer uh, in the White House. Uh, so I ended up staying uh, at my desk uh, through the night. Uh, when Robert O'Brien arrived back at the White House uh, the next morning, the morning of the 7th, uh, I debriefed uh, with him uh, and left for the last time. So you and I both share a passion for national security of our country. Can you share with me, what's your view on how January 6th impacted our national security? Well, when you have a presidential transition, even under the best circumstances, um, it is a, it's a, a time of vulnerability. It's a time of vulnerability. Um, uh, for, you know, and when you have a contested election, um, I, I was certainly concerned that some of our adversaries uh, would be tempted to probe uh, or test uh, U.S. resolve. Uh, as an example, uh, in late December, uh, the Iranian government attacked the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad. They did that using some of their terrorist proxies. Uh, President Trump did handle that. He, he sent a very clear uh, warning to the Ayatollah and his regime, uh, which uh, I, I think had a, had a uh, useful effect. Um, I, I think that we would have handled other... Yeah, we know you're in favor of warmongering any time. Uh, 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 ...materialized... Uh, before the inauguration on the 20th. But our national security was harmed in a different way by uh, the 6th of January, and that is that it, um, uh, I, I think it emboldened uh, our, our enemies by uh, helping give them ammunition to feed a narrative that our system of government doesn't work, uh, that the United States uh, is in decline, uh, China, uh, the, the Putin regime in Russia, Tehran, uh, they're fond of pushing those kinds of narratives. And by the way, they're wrong. The, the, you know, we've been hearing wrong. for the entirety of U.S. history from kings and despots that the United States uh, is, uh, uh, is in decline. And uh, those kings and despots have been proven wrong every single time. But nonetheless, January 6th helped feed a perception that I think uh, emboldens our adversaries. The, you know, the, the, the other part I, I think is simply our, our allies. I heard from a lot of uh, friends in Europe, in Asia, allies, close friends, and supporters of the United States that they were concerned about the health of our democracy. And so I think after it's three years of Russia, 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 Russia shit, he's saying this. Like right. Yeah, exactly. They spent uh, years tearing at the fabric of our democracy with their bullshit about Russia. 
It never what, that had no effect at all? I've always said democracy... By the way, they'd done it before, too. 2000, which was, you know, a close election, no doubt. Uh, but you didn't hear any, uh, oh, you're threatening democracy with the shit they were saying then. They said it was stolen in 2004, too. They tried to blame it on uh, the Ohio Secretary of State, Ken Blackwell. They tried to say that whole election was stolen, too. So, What did you think Americans needed to hear from President Trump? Yeah, nothing but say that shit, yeah. Right, oh, and that's about Russia, man. on the news. We needed yeah. to hear and see him publicly commit to a peaceful or at least orderly transition of power. Um, in the aftermath of the Capitol attack, it wasn't just enough for us to ask him to condemn the violence. He needed to agree that he would peacefully transfer power over to the incoming administration because that's one of our fundamentals and what it means to live in a democracy. And so that evening when I resigned, um, the resignation statement that I drafted, I referenced this and I said, our nation needs a peaceful transfer of power and hopes that it would put some Nick sort Spence. of public pressure. Nick Spence sent $3. Holy shit, this is coping so hard. Publicly agree we literally handed all our extra rocket launchers to Ukraine so they could give them to Russia. The copium ain't going to save you. All our enemies smell blood, and it's the your staff fault. staff who remained at the White House on the morning of Yeah, January and it's going great in Ukraine, isn't it? Knew the president needed to dress the nation again. And they had a speech prepared for him that morning. But he refused. Putin said he was just getting started. To give it. Like last week, a week before. Cassidy Hushin testified previously. President Trump finally agreed to record an address to the nation later that evening. The evening of January 7th. Because of concerns he might be removed from power under the 25th Amendment or by impeachment. We know these threats were real. Sean Hannity said so himself in a text message that day to Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany. He wrote, no more stolen election talk. Yes, impeachment and 25th Amendment are real. We obtained the never-before-seen raw footage of the president recording his address to the nation that day on January 7th more than 24 hours after the last time he had addressed the nation from the Rose Garden. Let's take a look. Whenever you're ready, sir. That's the Rose Garden. It doesn't look like it. It looks like the East Room of the White House. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. You do not represent our movement. You do not represent Observer of Frontline Content sent three dollars. I hope all of those old streams are archived somewhere with the good guys. I watched Ralph and Nick tell Buffalo Man he smells like shit. I watched Yoba call Ray Epps a fed on Jan 5. I watched it all live. Real news. God bless Cozy. God bless Cozy indeed. Congress has certified the results. Look at Trump was like, I won't say that at that one point. Congress has certified the results without saying the election's over, okay? But Congress is certified. Now Congress is Yeah, right. Now Congress is I didn't say over, so let, let me see. Don't go to the paragraph. I didn't know they had this, though. I don't see why he... I guess because it's White House footage. Okay. I guess it wasn't CGI like I thought it was. <laughs> I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday. Yesterday is a hard word for me. Ah, <laughs> uh, good. Take the word yesterday, because it doesn't work with the heinous attack on our country. Say on our country. Want to say that? No, no, no. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. 
My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. How did they get this? On January 7th, one day after he incited an insurrection based on a lie, President Trump still could not say that the election was over. Mr. Pottinger, you've taken the oath multiple times in the Marines and as an official in the executive Hey, cut that day. I don't like that statement. Can you please share with us your view about the oath of office and how that translates into accepting election results and a transfer of power? I can't believe they have that footage, though. That is the, that's the one thing I've sure. seen from their whole hearing. You know, I was this like, oh, okay, I've never that seen that before. close election uh, in, in this country. And President Trump certainly had every right to challenge in court uh, the results of these various elections. They wouldn't uh, hear it. But once you've had due process under the law, uh, there was no due process to nope. anywhere with the law, no matter how bitter the result. Once you've presented your evidence in court, judges have heard that evidence, judges have ruled. Uh, if you continue to contest an election, you're not just do you like Roger sent $3 Kinzinger crying about how brave and heroic that Capitol Police were on Jan 6? Was one of the gayest things <laughs> I have ever seen. Also, Jan 6 was the most base thing to happen in America in last three decades, TBH. Do you like Roger? Thank you, sir. And that means one we have to go. For example, you've got Vice President yes! uh, Richard Nixon back in 1960. I'm glad I didn't sit tonight out. I almost did. Election against Senator Long John day tomorrow, Kennedy. and I almost did it, but... Uh, uh, Change my mind. There, there were irregularities in that. I was super fucking gay that day, man. I mean, he was like, held. You know, you won. You he's, he's in tears over this bullshit. What the fuck? I mean, don't concede. That guy is such but a fruit. One of his finest moments, Vice President Nixon said no. Um, he said it would tear the country to pieces. And he conceded to Jack Kennedy and announced that he was going to support him. These whores have the worst diction. Holy shit. Bitch in blue sound like she's chewing on her own tongue with every word. Also, goal. Thank you, sir. His was coming at the same time, so they both did. He strongly disagreed with the Supreme Court decision that... By the way, Nixon cut, too. ...his election bid and allowed President George W. Bush to take office. But he gave a speech of concession in late December, mid or late December of... Of, uh, they robbed Nixon, for those uh, who don't know, in Illinois and Texas. For the sake of the unity of, yeah. of us as a people and for the strength of our democracy, I also... Daily in Illinois, machine politics, and Lyndon Johnson in Texas. Uh, the, the, the new president. Because he was literally like the boss a, of the state of Texas. Uh, a pretty good model, I think, for any candidate of for any office, uh, up to it, including the president, and from any party to read, uh, particularly right now. Um, you know, uh, the, the oath that uh, our, our presidents take, it's very similar to the oath of office I took as a U.S. Marine officer and the, the oath I took as a White House official. Uh, it is to, to support and defend the Constitution. It's to protect the Constitution, to bear true faith and allegiance to the Constitution. And uh, it is a sacred oath. It's an oath that we take before our families. Uh, we take that oath before God. Um, and... Um, um, I, I think that um, um, we have um, uh, an obligation. This guy gonna to cry too? By, Come on, by that up. oath, uh, and um, 
I, I do still believe that we have the most ingenious system of government on Earth, um, it, despite its imperfections. Uh, I don't envy countries that don't have this uh, system that actually allows for a predictable, uh, peaceful transfer of government every four to eight years. And it's not Neon so like a religion. Three dollars. Sir, can I ask you not to shoot holes in the roof? <laughs> I like how everyone is completely chill with guns going off indoors. No one bats an eye. <laughs> it's just what you did back then. Just shoot one off bore responsibility for that day and should have taken immediate action to stop the violence. He was even more candid in calls with Republican colleagues. As you'll hear in a moment, recordings of some of these calls that were made were later <laughs> <on> the, <screen. laughs> the context for these calls was that a resolution had been introduced in the House calling for Vice President Pence and the Cabinet to remove President Trump from power under the 25th Amendment. Let's listen. I've, I've had it with this guy. Uh, what he did is unacceptable. Um, Kiwi Farms Ralph and Molly Tracker Boss sent $3. Have safe travels tomorrow, Ralph and Molly. Enjoy your trip back from New Shabinland to Richmond. Or was it from Fadras Yoba to Wooza, Utah hideout? Or was it from Chicago to DD? Ralph Tracker Boss is retumped. Blue screen of death. Can't abort. Much appreciated. But let me be very clear to all of you. Neon Nicker sent three dollars. Whoops, wrong channel. Sorry, folks. That's all right, Neon. I just laughed like I knew what you meant. They did used to shoot guns off like that, though. I asked him personally today, does he hold responsibility for what happened? Yeah, don't forget, McCarthy was trying to force him into resigning. Now Trump's ally with this guy again. Responsibility for what happened. Mistake, by the way. And he need to acknowledge that. President Trump has never publicly ahead, acknowledged his responsibility. Do you notice how, like, everything they say the has, like, a religious air to it? Like, the sacred the temple. Yeah. The... There's something else. That's President how they talk about the Capitol, yeah. yeah. The names and the memories. What really, the what they're really mad about is this whole thing was, like, a blasphemy the against their state religion. We're honored to be joined today. Well, and against their status as elites. You're not supposed to be able to do that. You're not supposed to be able to do that to the elites. January 6th. Your character and courage give us hope that democracy can and should prevail. No, it even shouldn't. In the face of a violent insurrection. Who are these people? The oh, Capitol Police. Okay, can never yeah. thank you enough for Is what that you did that gunned to protect our democracy. Probably. On January 9th, uh, I think he looks two a little of bit President different. Trump's top campaign officials texted They're all murderers. about the president's glaring silence. On the tragic death of Capitol Police Officer Brian, you think Sanders, they're even really mad? Succumbed to his injuries the night I mean, of January seventh. Nah, maybe a couple of them, but his campaign officials were yeah, the director of yeah. communications and one of his deputies, Matthew Walking. I think Their they job are is to actually. convince people to vote. Some of them, I think so. Yeah. So they knew his heart, it's, his it's mind, like a religious his voice, as well them. as anyone, and they knew how he connects with his supporters. Here's what they had to say about their boss. Christorian X sent $3. Hey, Ethan Ralph. It's me, Christorian X. Please read my open letter and show how much of a spurg also I am currently spending 15 hours a day trying to find out where you live. That's enraging. You'll get me sooner or later. he said about supporting law enforcement was a lie. They love democracy. They hate Christ, a.k.a. Judaism. Of course, if he acknowledged the dead cop, he'd be implicitly faulting the mob. And he won't do that because they're his people. Oh, this cunt to their point. Also, be close to acknowledging. <laughs> she sucks. 
that what he'd lit at the rally got out of control. No way he acknowledges something. Marcomco. Marcomp sent $3. They didn't look very no elite cowering way. under their desks like rats lol. Look at that gold text. Thank you, brother. And no, they didn't. Have the character or courage to say to the American people what his own people know to be true. He is responsible for the attack on the Capitol on January 6th. Thank you, and I yield to the gentleman from Illinois. Thank you, Ms. Loria. Tonight's testimony <clears throat> and evidence is as sobering as it is. I knew they'd leave some time for analysis at the end. Within the, minutes of stepping off the ellipse stage, Donald Trump knew about the violent attack on the Capitol. From the comfort of his dining room, he watched on TV as the attack escalated. <clears throat> he sent tweets that inflamed and expressed support for the desire of some to literally kill Vice President Mike Pence. For three hours, he refused to call off the attack. <clears throat> Donald Trump refused to take the urgent advice he received that day. Not from his political opponents or from the liberal media, but from his own family, his own friends, his own staff, and his own advisors. Neon Nicker sent three dollars. I cannot stand that woman's face. Neither. She's Her like some kind of nagging vulture addressing the audience like she's lecturing a child. The way she talks, it's just so, it's like she's trying to dumb it down. Yeah, surely she doesn't talk like that normally. I agree. She's very bothersome. To place his country above himself. Still, he refused to lead and to meet the moment to honor his oath. It was only once the vice president and the members of Congress were in secure locations and the officers defending the Capitol began to turn the tide that then President Trump engaged in the political theater of telling the mob to go home. And even then, he told them all they were special and that he loved them. Whatever your politics, whatever you think about the outcome of the election, we as Americans must all agree on this. Donald Trump's conduct on January 6th was a supreme violation of his oath of office and a complete dereliction of his duty to our nation. It is a stain on our history. It is a dishonor to all those who have sacrificed and died in service of our democracy. When we present our full findings, we will recommend changes to laws and policies to guard against another January 6th. The reason that's imperative Stop is that the elections. forces Donald Trump ignited that day have not gone away. The militant, intolerant ideologies, the militias, the alienation and the disaffection, the weird fantasies and disinformation. They're all still out there, ready to go. That's the elephant in the room. And when we and win, we'll remember you. Has <laughs> anything. I pray it has reminded us of this. Laws are just words on paper. They mean nothing without public servants dedicated to the rule of law and who are held accountable by a public that believes oath matters, oaths matter more than party tribalism, 
or the cheap thrill of scoring political points. Hebrew GB sent $3 on the plus side. These faggots have set the precedent that we may justifiably revoke all of their rights, enslave them, redistribute their assets to America first causes, lock them up in asylums, and sterilize them. I like you put the sterilize If we do not renew our faith and commitment to these principles, this great experiment of ours, our shining See, it's a religion. hill, yeah. will not endure. I yield to the gentlewoman from Virginia. Thank you, Her Mr. Clinton. Her faith in these principles. Throughout our history, we've provided many they damn sure don't inspire faith in them. picture of the events of January 6th. When he said yield the to the gentleman from Virginia, was he talking about you, Ralph? Both emotional <laughs> and physical, including the tragic the loss of life. The threats to our Constitution, the rule of law, and the danger to this nation a nation we all love as Americans. In tonight's hearing, we've gone into great detail about the events inside the White House on January 6th. We've described how the President of the United States, who was bound by oath to the Constitution and by duty to ensure the laws are faithfully executed, took no action when the cornerstone of our democracy, a peaceful transition of power, was under attack. But it's more than that. Donald Trump summoned a violent mob and promised to lead that mob to the Capitol to compel those he thought would cave to that kind of pressure. And when he was thwarted in his effort to lead the armed uprising, he instigated the, the attackers to I don't, where was the, the vice weapons? president yeah. with violence. Armed with a what? man who just wanted to do his constitutional duty. So in the end, this is not, as it may appear, a story of inaction in a time of crisis. But instead, it was the final action of Donald Trump's own plan to usurp the will of the American people Neon Nicker sent remain. $3 rule of law. Didn't they break the law by ignoring the election rules to count fake mail-in ballots for four days? Aren't they breaking the law sending goons yes. to harass the Supreme Court? What law are Dude, upholding we're in the end stages the of the republic here. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but... Alex Jones oh, got sent $3. <laughs> she has a full aluminum spread of medals on her, her neck. Well, that's true. It could be looked at as good news, but uh, it's literally the same type of stuff you see in the Roman Republic and, and stuff like Don't that. Don't you see this imperial flag behind me? <laughs> <laughs> Grope Live, go ahead. Grope Head Live sent $3. Yes. Is she reading a teleprompter? Absolutely. To me, this is personal. I first swore an oath to support and defend the Constitution against enemies foreign and domestic when I entered the U.S. Naval Academy at age 17. The follow on with Wi-Fi, yeah, it kind of is. I spent two decades on ships at sea defending our nation from known and identifiable foreign enemies who sought to do us harm. I never imagined that that enemy would come from within I was not as prescient as Abraham Lincoln, who 23 years before the Civil War said, if destruction Fucking be our pirate. lot, we must ourselves be its author and its finisher. Donald Trump was the author, and we the people, for ourselves and our posterity, should not let Donald Trump be the finisher. Thank you, and I yield to the vice chair. Thank you very much, Mrs. Luria. I want to thank our witnesses for joining us today. 
The members of the Select Committee may have additional questions for today's witnesses, and we ask that you respond expeditiously. Our democracy is starting questions. to make me hate democracy. <laughs> Step on her neck for perpetuity. Days ...to submit statements for the record, including opening remarks and additional questions from our I witnesses. was wondering why Benny Thompson wasn't there. Because he got COVID. Chairman Thompson for a few closing words. Oh, he's on via satellite, huh? Okay. The members of the committee, and I oh, he appreciate and thank like all he recorded persons that. who've come forward voluntarily to provide That ain't live. He recorded that. Fuck out of here. Our democracy. <laughs> and our work continues. Oh, that's five euros. Thank as you. As we've made clear throughout these hearings, our investigation is going forward. We continue to receive new information every day. We are pursuing Euro, gang, many additional gang. witnesses for testimony. We will reconvene in September to oh, continue laying just in time for the midterms. Ah, I never would have guessed. Mm. And pushing uh. for accountability. In the first hearing of this series, I see. I mm. asked American people never to consider the facts and judge you for themselves. If you're addressing the, the fucking <laughs> unambiguous. I thank the American people for their attention over the past several weeks. I wish you all a pleasant evening. And let me again thank our witnesses today. We've seen bravery and honor in these hearings. And Ms. Matthews and Mr. Pottinger, both of you will be remembered for that. As will Cassidy Hutchins. Yeah, you will. She sat here alone, took the oath, and testified before millions of Americans. What Trump said. She knew Putting all her on the list that she right would be now. attacked by President <laughs> And by the 50, 60, and 70-year-old men who hide themselves behind executive privilege. Fuck off. Like our witnesses today. Bitch, how old are you? And she did it anyway. Neon Nicker sent $3 AO nigga. Benny Johnson, HNIC is going to deposition you ass next to the mask dispenser. <laughs> you and your whole crew going to get depositioned, nyaka. We got an ambiguous subpoena for dem Jan 6 niggas. Fair real, fair real. Benny out. All for real, for of those real. who have and will appear here. And that brings me to another point. This committee has shown you the testimony of dozens of Republican witnesses, those who served President Trump loyally for years. The case against Donald Trump in these hearings is not made by witnesses who were his political enemies. It is instead a series of confessions by Donald Trump's own appointees, his own friends, his own campaign officials, people who worked for him for years, and his own family. They have come forward and they have told the American people the truth. And for those of you who seem to think the evidence would be different if Republican leader McCarthy had not withdrawn his nominees from this committee, let me ask you this. Do you really think Bill Barr is such a delicate flower that he would wilt under cross-examination? Pat Cipollone, Eric Hirschman, Jeff Rosen, Richard Donahue, of course they aren't. None of our witnesses are. At one point in 2016, when he was first running for office, Donald Trump said this, I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody, and I wouldn't lose any voters. Based. That quote came to mind last week when audio from Trump advisor Steve Bannon surfaced from October 31st, 2020, just a few days before the presidential election. Let's listen. 
And what Trump's going to do is just declare victory, right? He's going to declare victory. But that doesn't mean he's the winner. He's just going to say he's the winner. The Democrats, more of our people vote early that count. Theirs voted mail. And so they're going to have a natural disadvantage, and Trump's going to take advantage of it. That's our strategy. He's going to declare himself a winner. So when you wake up Wednesday morning, it's going to be a firestorm. Also, also if, Trump is, if Trump is losing by 10 or 11 o'clock at night, it's going to be even crazier. <laughs> no, because he's going to sit right there and say they stole it. If Biden's winning, Trump is going to do some crazy shit. And of course, four days later, President Trump declared victory when his own campaign where, advisors okay, so say, where was that told from, him he though? had absolutely no basis to do so. Well, there's a but context the to that, too. You know, there's a, there's a context, for sure. Donald you know, Trump's Bannon just say that shit out of nowhere. claim victory in 2020, no matter what the facts actually were, was premeditated. Perhaps worse, Donald Trump believed he could convince his voters to buy it. Neon Nickerson, three dollars. No, I think not. Bill Barr is a Jewish plant who deliberately sabotaged Trump like so many others. I'm sure you and your handlers had this whole thing planned out. No one cares about your findings. They're mad that gas is $150 a tank. Get felted, whore. And he lost scores of them. He was told over and over again, in immense detail, that the election was not stolen. There was no evidence of widespread fraud. It didn't matter. Donald Trump was confident he could persuade his supporters to believe whatever he said, no matter how outlandish, and ultimately that they could be summoned to Washington to help him remain president for another term. We, we saw it. We week, didn't need to be President Trump's legal team, led by Rudy Giuliani, knew they had no actual evidence to demonstrate the election was stolen. Again, it didn't matter. Here's the worst part. Donald Trump knows that millions of Americans who supported him would stand up and defend our nation were it threatened. They would put their lives and their freedom at stake to protect her. And he is preying on their patriotism. He is preying on their sense of justice. And on January 6th, Donald Trump turned their love of country into a weapon against our capital and our Constitution. He has purposely created the false impression that America is threatened by a foreign force controlling voting machines, or that a wave of tens of millions of false ballots were secretly injected into our election system, or that ballot workers have secret thumb drives and are stealing elections with them. All Stupid retards in three dollars. These nigs still want us to believe Joe Biden got eighty million votes. And remain a free nation. In late November of 2020, while President Trump was still pursuing lawsuits, many of us were urging him to put any genuine evidence of fraud forward in the courts and to accept the outcome of those cases. As January 6th approached, I circulated a memo to my Republican colleagues explaining why our congressional proceedings to count electoral votes could not be used to change the outcome of the election. But what I did not know at the time was that President Trump's own advisors, also Republicans, also conservatives, including his White House counsel, his Justice Department, his campaign officials, they were all telling him almost exactly the same thing I was telling my colleagues. 
there was no evidence of fraud or irregularities sufficient to change the election outcome. Our courts had ruled it was over. Now we know that it didn't matter what any of us said because Donald Trump wasn't looking for the right answer legally or the right answer factually. He was looking for a way to remain in office. Let's put that aside for a moment and focus just on what we saw today. In our hearing tonight, you saw an American president faced with a stark and unmistakable choice between right and wrong. There was no ambiguity, no nuance. Donald Trump made a purposeful choice to violate his oath Stupid retards in three dollars. Dick Cheney should be more like Marvin Gaye's dad and murder this There is no way to excuse that behavior. It was indefensible. And every American must consider this. Can a president who is willing to make the choices Donald Trump made during the violence of January 6th ever be trusted with any position of authority in our great nation again. In this room in 1918, the Committee on Women's Suffrage convened to discuss and debate whether <laughs> women should be granted the right to vote. Oh, full of history. It led us to this pump. And we mama. on this committee know we in have a solemn obligation not to idly squander what so many Americans have fought and died for. Ronald Reagan's great ally, Margaret Thatcher, said this, let it never be said that the dedication of those who love freedom is less than the determination of those who would destroy it. Let me assure every one of you this, our committee understands the gravity of this moment, the consequences for our nation. We have much work yet to do, and we will see you all in September. I request chill guy sent ten dollars sometimes. I like to chill out to this song. Play it. By the way, I want to explain the difference between a plea deal and a federal informant here in a second because. The dumb bitch VHS archive, the dumb whore from the UK who needs some cultural enrichment, if you ask me. But she might get it. So, six foot, seven foot, eight foot, hush. Okay, so Baked is gonna take his plea deal tomorrow. He's not going to jail tomorrow. I don't know why the retards think that, but he's not. I could keep listening to this. Thank you. 
Joey Jojo G Star sent three dollars. Pat, I dare you to use that joke. He <laughs> will. All right, now I saw this earlier, and it was a from from a retarded Kiwi Farms mod, and they said this. It might even be VHS archive themselves with how retarded they are. I don't know. They said, again, how does PowerChat make money? January 6th, Boomer Day trip. And well, they're taking a cut now. That's how they're making money. <laughs> Newsflash, I don't know if you know that, but uh, did I just did I just wreck your whole entire theory because they're taking a cut now? Did that just actually destroy every fucking thing you've been saying for the last month? Well, that's the truth. They are taking a cut now, so... Wrong. Can we just say that, Ralph Talk? Wrong. 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 They are taking a cut, so that's a lie. Your daddy, Orange N-Word, betrayed all of you. Nicholas J. Fuentes and Baked Alaska were named. Any feds want to subpoena PowerChat to surrender their PayPal merchant accounts? Perhaps that's the chips. Who's felt it again? Enjoy being the bidding chips of a 56% white nationalist movement. Pay pigs. We warned you. We fucking warned you. First off, the feds can damn well dox anybody they want. And if they want financial information, that's the easiest fucking thing in the world for them to get. Second off, what do you mean subpoena PayPal merchant accounts? There's nothing against the law when it comes to donating to your favorite streamer. Even the feds haven't went there. What do you mean? Sending somebody $3 on Super Chat? Just what info do you think it is they want or could use? They're going to fucking arrest somebody for sending $3? No, they're not. It's not against the law. There's no criminality there whatsoever. So first off, Power Chat is taking a cut. Womp. You're wrong there. Second off, what are they going to subpoena? Power Chat doesn't have any records. That's the other third part of this that I didn't even mention before. There are no records that Power Chat even has. They'd have to subpoena each streamer. Man fading in the night sent $3, yo. Yo. Check it, my nigga. Donald Trump took a pincer through a kindergarten. <laughs> then got out. Passed on the fire. Then beat the holy shit out of an eighth grader. All while screaming, grab her by the pussy. Can I get an amen committee? No, they couldn't say that. Get out of here, dumb faggot. You idiot. They couldn't say that at all. That's retarded. You must be a retarded. I'm only going to give you an hour ban because you might not be. But, uh... If I see you saying some dumb shit like that again, you're gone. Go ahead, Neon. Neon Nicker sent $3. This f has no idea what he's talking about. You can write letters right? too, and send money too. actual convicted felons while they are in prison. Why would it be illegal to send super chats to someone's stream, regardless not, of legal issues? It's not, and also the feds don't have to, the feds have all, does, does anybody really think that the feds, there's anything about you they can't find out if they want to know it? Because I got news for you, that's not the case. That's not the case. Unless you're like some fucking super hacker and just like some completely walled out. Even then, Griper the NSA? $3, I'm literally getting arrested right now, Ralph. Help me. Like these people, thank you, by the way, I'll help. These people are so just like ridiculously idiotic, it just boggles my mind. There is Did nothing... Go ahead, Pat. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I just think they're just trying to frighten people from sure. uh, donating money. You well, know that's I mean? exactly what they're doing. Yes. That's exactly what they're doing. You're right. Uh, in all likelihood, they don't even believe this trash. You're right. Um, 
but that's why I'm addressing it because it's that's exactly what it is. Fucking garbage, fucking garbage. Power Chat is taking a cut now. It was pretty nice when they weren't for all those months, but we always knew that would happen. Baked did nothing wrong. Sent ten dollars. He tried to stop Ray Epps from starting an insurrection. Plaza sent baked monies. He is a political prisoner. Baked is a Let good my guy. people go. And he is a political prisoner. It's like VHS archive. He took down a, a Hanukkah sign, Pat, and they're trying to charge him with a hate crime. He didn't even rip it. I want to tell you about the three fellows that make the great sound behind me. Two of so then at the end, at the end I said... There's nothing illegal about sending money to your favorite streamer. They cut deals with informants based on what they know about criminality, not super chats. Complete retardation. And so their counter to this was they tried to say that I called Bake and Baked an informant. Actually, I did the precise opposite, you fucking moron. There's no way they actually believe that. Oh, look, this is what I copied and pasted, and it brought this up. <laughs> Eight eight hundred photos of premium whores. What the fuck? Yeah, that might be fun to look at. Hold on, I meant to copy the Telegram post though. It copied what I said about her. Alright, so. I hang my head and cry. I don't let that play. Alright, and then I'll do this. Retarded sent three dollars. Hopefully they won't subpoena me for that money I sent I know. I know. It's so you're in trouble. Neon Nicker sent $3. The feds use something called parallel construction to dox and build cases on PPR. Right. All that NSA spyware, etc. That's right. They use it illegally against anyone they want. Then they come up with an alt explanation That's exactly of how right. they got the info. They can already spy. That's exactly right, and local police forces do that too with their spy equipment. Goofy Nibba sent $3. Most people don't realize how much info they hand over daily. Email, phone number, Shopping habits, viewing habits online, financial information. They know it all. Right. They don't need power chat to find any of it out. They know it all. And the parallel construction, I'm glad you brought that up because they have illegal ways uh, or ways that are like black ops type shit with NSA, et cetera, to, to find out stuff that they don't have a warrant to see and that wouldn't be admissible in court. But once they know it exists, they go and find out another, you know what I mean? They, that's what parallel construction is. They go find an illegal way to try to get it admissible. Uh, now, the information they found out in the first place wasn't though originally. Go ahead. Ralph, oh, no. they are taking me away to Super Chatter Jail oh, right no. now. I heard one agent say they are going in to throw me in a cell with Neon Nicker. <laughs> I'm scared, frown. I'm scared, too, for you. I don't know if you'll make it out with Neon in there. But here goes what they said. So you saw what I said, right? I was explaining the difference between taking a plea deal, which almost every single person in the federal court system takes a plea deal. And you know why that is? Because the conviction rate is 98 to 99%. And you really better have a really damn good case if you don't take that deal because most jurors just assume you did it in federal court. 
retard sent $3. I punched my girlfriend dead in the middle of her back because she was a CIA agent. So you saw I was delineating the difference between a plea deal, a regular plea deal, which Baked is taking, which they offer to everybody because then they don't have to go to court. It saves them money. They have mandates to try to cut down, you know, because if everybody, they could actually shut down the court system if nobody fucking took a plea deal. But that's another story. That's another story altogether. Prisoner's dilemma type shit. But anyway, uh, (laughs) um, that's not what happens. People take the plea deal. It doesn't mean that you snitched on anybody at all. Quite the contrary. Almost every motherfucker takes a plea deal. So they took what I said right here and turned it into this. Ethan Ralph attempts to support Anthony, Anthony, Baked Alaska, Guillenette. I always say his name wrong, sorry. Uh, But as usual, he ends up felting him. Yes, Baked Alaska's plea deal relies on him snitching. Donating to alt-right neo-Nazis will get you put on an FBI watch list. Power Chat keeps that list updated. First off, no, it doesn't. It literally doesn't. Power Chat has no list whatsoever of anybody's shit, period. If you're you're not gay, you're on the FBI watch list. Right. What the fuck? Who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck. Like, first off, that's not true. Second off, who gives a shit? Like, fuck the FBI's watch list. I don't give a shit. I'm not fucking doing anything the FBI care. Well, you know, they might uh, peruse the situation every once in a while, but I'm a shit talker online, and I explicitly don't fucking do anything that would get the FBI's attention. Uh, you know, I don't even, like, wh- whenever I hear shit like this, it's like, what? Like, I'm not doing anything the FBI can charge me with. What the fuck? What are they going to, unless they get out their radar guns and catch me going down... <laughs> <laughs> Going down Richmond Street. Local Killstream fed fan account sent $3. Motherfucker, if you have a phone, we got you. Thank you, Killstream fed account. I'm glad you said that. Honestly, we use the same technology the FBI does in Can't politics. get you out of my head, sent yeah, $3. Sure. This power chat bullshit is about hurting Ralph. That's right. These f- like Metacore are pushing it. These people really can't get you out of their head. We will. We need to finish off with that song. We're definitely going to finish off with that song. Reminder, we won't have a sunrise tomorrow because I'll be traveling, but we may have a kill stream. I should get back like 7.30 or 8. We may do a snipe. I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet. But here's what I said. Go ahead, Cisco. That's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, some, uh, I know my fundraiser, and some of the good ones, they'll set up geofences around like Mar-a-Lago or any of the big, or CPAC. And anyone that goes in, they get all of your information because you're a potential donor just from going to these events. Sure. I'm saying the feds are doing reconnaissance and research already. Fuck. You know what I mean? Like that's just shit. Um, like if you're on there, if they're watching this for real, they're already like power chat is not going to fucking throw you over the top. Uh, it's just, it's just retarded shit. Like what for super chatting? Okay. Yeah, sure. That You got them. You got them. That's what they're looking for. Super chatters. No, they're not. They're looking for fucking headline grabbing shit, dude. This is just retarded dumb shit all the way around. How do you, how do you think they knew that you were in DC on January 6th? By the way, phone, it was your phone. Your phone. That's right. And they went through and they all these cell phone, t- cell phone towers that ping you all the way through and your texts go through. By the way, your texts are not protected speech. So be very careful what you text or DM to anybody ever. It is not the same at all. They don't have to have warrants in many cases to go through your text messages, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Don't do anything that you have to worry about that in the first place. But I'm just saying... 
know what you're dealing with here. Who the fuck's breaking the law? What is Nobody. That's what I'm saying. Like, anyway, I said, no, you dumb whore. I was delineating the difference between a plea deal and a federal informant. I suppose you're just too stupid to understand that. Not surprising. Uh, of course, they're just trying to lie as well. So it's a it's a mixture of stupidity uh, and mendacity. So um, I'm not sure which is greater. Speaking of stupid, stupidity and mendacity, uh, Andy Worski, who is the perfect combination of both, the other day, uh, and I'll, I want to make sure I get this in on the show tonight. If you'll recall, Pat, I don't know if he's been briefed on all this, but just to act like you have. Um, yeah. If you'll if you'll recall, we've been uh, following these Kino Casino. F- and uh, Andy Worski got into it with Perspicacity, who's a PPP's uh, guru, former guru, basically wrote all his scripts, created all the stuff about anything about him people liked, um, was the guy who always defended him, was kind of his manager-type character. And he was the guy behind the scenes, mainly helping put together these shows along with a couple others. Worski got into a fight with him on Twitter earlier that day, was calling him garbage, said, oh, you don't want to know what people, you know, if I find out about you, you know, if people find out what I know, they'll be sick. And They already hate us and want to reduce out carbon, send $3, just be you. The God already has a plan for you, but be smart. Just live your best life. That's pretty good advice. Um... But he's like, oh, if people find out, if they knew what I knew, they'd be disgusted, this and that. Well, that evening, they went on the air. And we watched that show. Their number one story was me looking blankly at my computer screen because I accidentally left the stream going after. And I didn't do anything. I was literally just, like, turning my head here. I yelled into the mic once. I was kind of winding down. The show was over. Camera was supposedly off, whatever. But nothing happened. I don't pick my nose or my ass or anything like that. And... This was their top story of the evening, though. During that story, Worski pulls up Google Drive. And I thought it was weird during the show, but I wasn't really, like, paying attention fully. I don't know if I can pull up the image, by the way. I think this is probably fine. Um, On the image, I noticed he kept going back to the Google Drive. And it was kind of weird, and they kept showing it on the screen. And I don't usually watch their stuff except for the past few weeks when we've been sniping them. And but I did, and I hadn't noticed him doing that before, though. Even during the times I'd seen, I was like, "This is kind of weird." I don't really notice him pulling up the Google Drive. Well, some people did notice. Some people did notice, and he kept going back to it, kept pulling it up. You can't see it right here, but uh, if you look on the right side of the the screen, there it'll show who submitted clips. It'll have their name out to the right. Well, some of them say me which is either Worski or PPP, not Worski, so probably PPP. And then several of the cl- clips say Baron Miller. A doll wolf sent $3 I used to work for one of the largest cell providers in the U.S. They have literal bots and backdoors for feds because they literally receive so many record requests it would be impossible to handle. Now, the, the same with banks since they are liable. G&S. By the way, <laughs> originally I thought... Because Trump had Trump used names like John Miller, John Barron. Originally, I thought when I first heard that, I was like, is that like a takeoff of what Trump does? You know what I mean? Like maybe he's just using a Trump name. Well, he deleted fucking everything yesterday, uh, late last night. And so I guess not. I guess that is actually his name. I, of course, I have no qualms about sharing it because he's a f- 
who lied about my family and uh, worked with PPP to try to ruin my life and all that. So, uh, like I said, you don't deserve anonymity if you can't keep it. Uh, and if you're coming at me, you better be damn sure you can keep it. Uh, that's just my advice to you. Uh, and so he deleted everything. The point is, Worski doxed this guy on purpose 100% and kept pulling up the file over and over again. This is why the Kino Casino staff quit. Because they're like, why did you give Worski our docs, et cetera, et cetera? This is what they meant. That was alluded to by King of Pole the other day. And they kept saying Worski gave PPP docs or gave him some information about them. That's what they're talking about. He gave Worski this guy's docs. The dude who Worski hate. I mean, I don't like the guy either. But he wasn't on my staff, right? Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, this is Worski. And it's worse for them because... They claim to be holier than thou. They claim to not do things. Doxing's bad, this and that. This is the second person they've doxed in the last week publicly on purpose. So just add another match to the fire there, I guess. Some more wood to the fire. Some more gasoline to the fire. I just wanted to make sure I got this part in the show here. Um, and Worski, if you go back and watch that episode, he pulls that Google Drive up time and time again. And he's never done that before or since. And I thought it was weird then. And now I don't think so because I see why. He was doxing that guy for having the temerity to talk shit to him, for having the temerity to call him a retard, to say he's a. All those things are true. So Worski decided to dox his own staffer because he was because he was upset. So that's another uh, another little uh, tidbit. Also, I have something. I have first off a couple things. Do you guys remember Jory from the uh, from the snipe? Uh, it wasn't Tuesday. It was Friday. Well, I have Jory's phone number and his information. Uh, and this is the guy who, um, I guess, allied with PPP's rape accuser and uh, testified against him, got him kicked out of college. PPP slimeballed him with Medicare the other night live on the air, called out his name, called out enough identifying information that I now have that information. And uh, I will be contacting Jory soon. I can't say that I have the interview secured just yet, um, but I will say stay tuned. I will say stay tuned. Speaking of staying tuned, I have even one more, one more big bomb, and it's not for these two gentlemen. It's from another member of the Ralph World Rogues Gallery. A long-lost relative, I'll say. And I'll just leave it there and let the speculation begin. Pat Dixon, sir, I appreciate you coming by on the show tonight. My pleasure, man. Anytime you ask me, and especially you talk about some bullshit like what uh, this January 6th stuff, it needs to be refuted in real time. You're a great American. It's good to see there's good people on the side of right. Uh, and uh, that's all I got to say. Thanks for uh, having me on. Thank you, brother. Hopefully uh, we can get you on again next week if you're free. I like having you on these shows. I think you're a good mix. Uh, Got me in. Okay, but we'll see you next Thursday then. Thank you, Pat Dixon. Oh, tell people where to find you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can go to my locals, nyccrimereport.locals.com. Follow there. Love to have you. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. Take care. 
All right, let's see. Also, I'm going to get NYC Crime Report. Let me get his stuff pulled up. .locals.com. That's it, right? There we go. Pat Dixon, great guy. Unfortunately, not with Compound anymore. Uh, still cool with Kumi and everything, but the Bisconti thing, he broke his job, so... Bisconti wouldn't let it go. And so if you're an employer and one of your other employees has gotten in a fight with the other one and they don't like say everything is cool, you could, you know, you have to do something like that. Unfortunately, go ahead. Fed become fan sent $5 three years ago. I was one of two agents assigned to observe the kill stream and monitor it for chargeable offenses to pocket. Nothing (laughs) to report over and over. So my assignment ended now I watch because we became genuine fans. T, he just kidding. Or am I? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I do actually wonder, like, how many of the the lefties and the feds that watch, like, Fuentes and stuff end up getting turned. I wonder that, too. And you know what's funny is I've seen a lot of Medicare fans uh, and some of these, you know, fans of, like, these people who have been going at me for months and months and they're like yeah you know what they kept talking about you so much i turned on your show i kind of fucking like it neon nick has sent three dollars i like to think the feds laugh at my meme folder (laughs) and then decide not to go after my power chats you guys secretly hate trannies too right no seriously yeah thank you neon by the way i um I forgot what I was saying. What did I just say, Cisco? Damn it. Neon. I was laughing at his joke so much. What did uh, I just say? Medicare fans oh, yeah. starting to watch Yeah, no, show. seriously. I've gotten a lot of those. And I even saw somebody earlier today uh, was like, I used to be a Medicare fan, but now I only watch you in America first. Like, I was like, damn, you fucking upgraded. And he's like, yeah, but it's kind of sad, honestly, because I used to be super excited for everything Jim did and all his streams. And now it's just some retarded shit about you and Nick and all these people. And it's just like goofy and corny. Uh, and that's kind of how he spends his time now. And I was like, well, I know the feeling. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, that is literally what he does now. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of fucking disgusting. I talked about it last night, like how I've just fucking ruined this guy's whole fucking persona. He's literally Mr. Me Tuker now. He's a fucking... Joey Jojo G-Star sent $3 that porn is not mine. I have no <laughs> idea how it got on my hard drive, Mr. Fed. Now he's back in the ADLC, or ADLC, the SPLC, the ADL. They fuck, who knows? They might join together one day now that I think about it. Doing all that shit, fucking backing all these left wing. F- this is the guy who helped launch Gamergate. I mean, arguably without him, there is no Gamergate. Who's been known for years as like this right wing, acidic voice online. And now he's promoting BuzzFeed, the hit piece they did on me. He's promoting the SPLC. He's promoting the ADL, trying to put Baked Alaska in jail for taking down a Hanukkah sign. They're charging that as a hate crime in Arizona. And he's he's believe all women with the fucking Alice trash that he knows is not true. But he doesn't care because it's all about wrecking Ralph. It's all about ruining Ralph. And if that happens, he doesn't give a fuck. He's willing to compromise any principle he's ever held in his life to try to bring down the Ralph Amell. And it is absolutely disgusting, quite honestly. What, and it's what not going to work. That set him off to begin with. 
Well, he uh, did an, a, basically a fucking stream where he was mocking me, making fun of me when I was in the hospital and just got my face crushed in Portugal uh, back in January. And he'd already taken some shots here and there in various streams. Uh, talking shit, shaking his pill bottle, going on with pedophile flamenco and lying Brian Gator and throwing these little jabs. And then I honestly, I just gotten out of the hospital and I saw what he was doing on stream and I just went off. I just went nuclear. I wrote an article about how he's always been a, how he's always just a disingenuous piece of shit, how his fat sloppy wife is also disgusting uh, and how I'm done with him. I'm completely done with him. And uh, I guess nobody's ever talked to him like that. I don't know. Uh, and then it devolved from there. I wrote another piece. Then we had a showdown on Monday Matt's stream where if you go back and look, he couldn't answer anything substantive. I said the entire fucking chat except for when he answered in the affirmative to support COVID lockdowns. He cited CDC numbers. The guy is just so far gone. Maybe it's COVID that broke him, honestly. I think it might be. Uh, but ever since then, you can just trace. It's just like, ooh, just a fucking nosedive for this guy. And uh, you know what's funny is I remember going on the Dick Show like a week or two after that, and he talked to me about it, and I was like, yeah, you know, I uh, got fired up, whatever. Like I was, I wouldn't say trying to defuse it, but I was just trying to move on. It's like, yeah, you know, I don't really want him to die, whatever. Like I, I just, I was talking shit. He was talking shit. I kind of played it like that. And then – he just kept going at me, he kept fucking with me every day, he kept fucking with me day after day. And then it's like, yeah, you know what? I do hope you die, bitch. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck your wife. You want to come at me? You want to try to fucking ruin my shit? Bitch, I'm never fucking leaving. They will have to drag me out of this motherfucker. Are you kidding? I'm not going anywhere. You'll be gone long before I'm gone. Oh, dying man, allegedly. Fuck you. Fuck you and the fucking horse you rode in on. I don't give a fuck. You wanted it. You got it. I don't give a shit. This is what you wanted, and I'm never going to stop. Just as long as you keep going at me, I'm going to go at you 35,000 times harder. Go ahead, Cisco. I'm noticing a pattern with all of the people that are uh, have turned on you and gone gay and homosexual. They all took the vaccine. That's true. They all took it. That's absolutely true. Gator also took the vax. Flamenco's vax maxed. All these guys. <laughs> Jim, not only is he vaxed, he bragged about it. Yeah, yeah. I think Bill Gates inserted the uh, the go off on Ethan, Ethan uh, like genome. It's that, fucking that yeah. Maybe that's what it is. It's something Bill Gates engineered. Three dollars by the way. The kill There's a clip of Worski talking about shoving his own dick up his ass during his coke days. It's out there and will be found. Oh, dude, you just reminded me. Somebody sent me. Oh, where is it? Somebody sent me some shit on Worski. Ah. Uh, where is that? Oh, shit. Let's see. The vaccine uh, was just an effort by the globalists to take down the kill stream. Neon Nicker sent $3. Yes, great point. I remember when Flam and Gator took the vax and I was like, wait, so you're telling me Bibble will be the last co-host standing? Sure enough, here we are. You said that. I remember somebody saying some shit like that, honestly. I remember defending Gator even, where I was like, yeah, you know, he's got to go to school and whatever. Um, so it's like, I, I actually remember sticking up for him. Like, well, some people have got careers and da-da-da-da-da. I actually stood up for that f- 
which I shouldn't have done. Honestly, I look back on it now and it's like, nah, you were a f- then, honestly. And you were a f- to come on air and said, I remember Nick saying, uh, you know what? If you take the vaccine, just keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> I remember him saying that and I was like, mm, yeah, I can see. I can see what you mean. Yeah, you know what? If you take the vaccine, just keep it to your fucking self. You don't need to come out here and start taking talking to all these other motherfuckers about how you took the vaccine, what, so you can have a group therapy session. You know what? You made that choice on your own. Keep it to yourself. And I was like, damn. Which, I mean, honestly, I agree. <laughs> I agree with that when I sit there and think about it. Not trying to call anybody out or anything that I like, but uh, it's <laughs> like, okay, yeah, you should have kept that to yourself. Thoughts, Cisco? Thoughts? Yes, thoughts. Well, you shouldn't have got vaxxed, you stupid fag. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, now let's see. Uh, let's see. Somebody's asking me about this. Uh, okay, sorry, I'm trying to, to. I'm also looking to see. I, I might have to find that in my email box. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and I see some people mentioning um, that they're prolific super chatters. And they would like the the subscriber link, um, and I have made that exception. That's fine. Um, I don't have a problem with that. Um, just message me at Killstream the Ralph at the Ralph dot com. That doesn't uh, that doesn't chafe me at all. Uh, I would prefer subscriptions, but uh, I understand some people just don't want another monthly thing to think about or whatever. Uh, and I mean, the reason I started it was to jazz subscriptions, but that's Ralph, a male respect to send $3. You have come far closer to death in the last few years. Sure. The meat toker many times car crash fights, etc. Meat toker is a coward. Ralph, a male lives like a warrior. No fear. Ralph victory is obvious. Unabortable in a number of States, a great number of States. <laughs> Now, let's wasn't your wreck like a month after mine? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Man, I almost got killed. Mass Enjoyer sent $3, yeah, Ethan too. Ralph, sir. I will admit I had no idea who you were until I joined Cozy, and then even then I was neutral to you. But the way you tell people to fuck off and never back down makes you a hero. Thank you, brother. Never change. Looking forward to Terry Davis, hero. Thank you, brother. And we're going to do the Terry Davis episode next week. Uh, and I haven't decided if it's going to be Killstream or Sunrise. We might make it sunrise because we might go deep on it. I don't know. I'm not sure. Or maybe we'll carry it over to both shows, do sunrise and then carry it over. But uh, I want to get my ducks in a row and get that get that case ready to prosecute. I don't want to take it lightly. I know somebody mentioned it today because they want to see it. It's no disrespect to them. But I was like, yeah, I want to do it, but I want to get it in a row. Uh, I want to make sure I have all my ducks in a row. Uh, let's see. Oh, by the way, they're saying if you're having problems um, – if you're having problems with PowerChat, the iOS bug where you can't um, subscribe with with the iOS, go to the PowerChat Discord. Uh, the link is on the site. If they click support at the bottom, is what I'm being told right now. Uh, and they're trying to, up, you know, they're trying to fix their own stuff too, right? So you could help PowerChat uh, if you have a bug uh, and you can recreate it, etc. cetera. Uh, that's how they fix it. Uh, so yeah, go to their Discord on there. Uh, if you want that gold text, that gold text is pretty beautiful, I have to admit. Uh, it really does pop on the screen. Mass Enjoyer, go ahead. Mass Enjoyer sent $3. Terrier Davis is a hero because despite his insurmountable illness, he spent a decade making an OS to communicate and deliver offerings to God. The physics girl, anti-Catholic thing was a sin, but I'm pretty sure Terrier Davis is in heaven. 
P top ray. Press P to, P to press. Fuck, how do I fuck that up? Press P to pray for Terry A. I was trying to say that. Uh, I even had the rhyme and everything. Uh, now let's see. I thought there was. Oh, there was one other thing that I didn't get to go through earlier. Uh, where is that? Okay. Anonymous sent three dollars. All you grow wipers out there. There are more clips, archives of Jade out there. Tequila Sunrise would love to play them. One hundred percent. 100 million percent. Okay. I think I brought this up earlier and didn't do the segment. Okay, so this will be this will be the caps down here. So I woke up this morning. I talked about how uh, my ex-wife's friend was lying about me, and I went to town on that, and that was retracted rather quickly. Rather quickly. But I also woke up to Adol this. Wolf sent $3. Eric Cantona was once asked what his greatest achievement was. He said not his trophies or medals, but the time he kicked a fan for shit-talking him. He said he did it for the people who can't do that when they want to in life. Be King Eric, Ralph. <laughs> I love that mentality, by the way. I love that fucking mentality. Cantona's a legend, too. Um, now, so I woke up to that and uh, went nuclear, and it was retracted. Uh, because uh, <laughs> it was a lie. And also, the guy, uh, he out, what, are the, what is the term? He, uh, he overshot his coverage there because I said, okay, if you're going to make up that lie about her being 17, well, she wasn't. She was 18 when we met, 19 when we met in person. I said, if you're going to go out there and say that, then uh, I just sent a message to her and her father. If this doesn't get corrected very quickly, I'm about to go nuclear on everybody. With everything I know about everything. Period. Within 30 minutes, that fucking lie was retracted. So, that's what happened. If you want to know the full story there, go to Sunrise, because I don't want to do it again. Now, I'm trying to be reasonable. Not to that f- to my ex-wife. <laughs> anyway, not to him at all. He's a piece of trash. Regardless, I also woke up to this. How old was I? I was older. <laughs> I think I was like 28, something like that, 29. Yeah. Now, again, I don't have any problems with fucking 18 and above. So if you have any problems with that, you're watching the wrong show. I just got news for you. Uh, now, <laughs> if you want to argue that point, then I don't care. I don't care and never have and never will. Now, anyway. I also woke up to this. This is from uh, Laverne Spicer, who's r- running in the 24th Congressional District down in Florida. That means she's running to join the House of Representatives, United States Congress. And this is what she got <laughs> in her message box. She said her family has been voting for Democrats for the last two centuries, and her woke is truly showing. When I get to Congress, I'm going to make these races seethe. Even more because I'm not going to be 100% pure. Um, wait, sorry. I'm going to make these races seethe even more because I'm going to be 100% pure America first. They are not ready. Now, this is the female who messaged her. LAUGHTER <laughs> This is the female who 
accosted her text message box. Monkey, yes, you. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. That's blank for vote Biden, you blank. My family's been voting for... I'm trying not to give any clips to me. My family's, <laughs> my family's been voting for Democrats for the last two centuries, and we made damn sure you brothers went along. So how about you stop being uppity and drop the... All right, I'll say it. Drop the Coon Act and vote hashtag Biden 2024, you dumb fucking simian. Uh, there and uh, PPP allegedly sent that to her. I mean, it has his picture right there. Her picture, excuse me. <laughs> so this is uh, another one that I woke up to, and I wanted to make sure I had it immortalized here on the one and only kill stream. What do you think about that, Cisco? It does look like a female, quite honestly. We've said that before. A fat dyke, I believe, is how I describe him. Yeah, yeah. Well, Laverne, we're, uh, we'll welcome you to the true racist side. Oh, uh... <laughs> uh, Laverne, good luck. Good luck. JK, JK. Laverne, she's going to get it. She'll be. We love, we love black people. We love Laverne. We love Laverne. I wonder, if, Laverne. I wonder if we could get her on I think the show. I, met, I, I think I met her a few times, honestly. We should get her on the show. Say, we know this dyke. See if we can get her on. I, you know what's funny is I read the first part of that and didn't realize, like, I read the tweet, but I wasn't realizing that she was calling him a woman. And so I was like, oh, this is despicable. I can't believe Twitter allows this. Here's his Twitter. But I, I would have said her, but I wasn't. I didn't, uh, it didn't fully comprehend because I just woke up like 10 minutes before. So I was like, still a little fuzzy. So I kind of fucked it up. I kind of fucked it up. Uh, I don't I think, think I've... I, I think I met her at the Faith and Freedom Coalition when I was running for Congress. But, uh, by the way, I might be able to get her, get her info. Yeah, get her info. See if we can get her on. I'd like that. I'd like that. That'd be hilarious, actually. Now, also <laughs> ask, uh, I want to ask you about the trad form. It's uh, September 17th. Uh, Roosh V, Dr. E. Michael Jones, you know, uh, myself, a bishop, Orthodox bishop, Metropolitan Jonah. So I think it's pretty epic. Oh, Kai Clips as well. Pretty epic lineup. Um, so get your tickets now before they're out, before they're gone, Okay. So and it turns out I might have to actually fly back to West Virginia to attend the event, but <laughs> well, that's all right. That's all right because I'm gonna have to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there that's as right. well. I won't be speaking. I'll just be uh, milling about, listening to people, talking to people. Pants will be yeah. there. I think I'm even gonna bring uh, Cozy Rosie uh, as well. Nice. We're going full. Uh... That's as trad as I can get, Cisco. So I. Th- <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna you know you're gonna be so edified by the speeches that's right with roosh talking about detachment from the world you're you're gonna be like i want to be a monk now that's right i'm gonna live in a static life go into the sunset and be a monk with roosh v that's right it's that's gonna be the, great that's the next chapter that's the next chapter while the kiwisbergs work yeah. furiously 15 hours a day to try to find me <laughs> And Roosh. We're all going to do a an American pilgrimage, you, me, and Roosh on a road trip visiting monasteries across the country. That'd be kind of sick, Afterwards. actually. Afterwards. 
That would be actually. Yeah, that sounds kind of fun. Go ahead. Enjoy, King. We love the Lindip. Very cool. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to be there. So if you guys, uh, tradform.com, if you want to see me, I'll be there. And there's also some other cool folks there, too. So um, that would, yep. I mean, that's a pretty good lineup without me there. Uh, but if you're watching this show, I hope you like me at least a little bit. Uh, and if you want to meet my crazy ass, I'll. <laughs> I will be there. I won't be acting crazy, though. I'll be acting normal. As you know, it's funny because some people think that I still remember that guy in Portugal. And he's like, what? I thought you were just like, I thought you were just walling out all the time and yelling. I was like, no, dude, what the fuck? I'm just, <laughs> what do you think? I just big, walk big around <clears throat> cutting promos on people or some shit? Like, no. Anyway, go ahead. Hey, big tech says Jay Dyer. <laughs> no, he's not coming. Jay Dyer won't be there. J.I. Groiper, though. No comment. That's, that's him. No comment on why. Oh, is that, is that like a different person? That's him. He does a voice. He does an impersonation. Are you going to be there, Big Tech? Anyway, if you are there, I'll be there. Uh, so we'll see. Get your tickets, tradform.com. It's in you West should, Virginia. You should get Brittany out with her. With her uh... We'll make her wear the Handmaiden's Tale outfit. Yeah, that'd be base. That'd be kind of based. Yeah. Just and then have, have her, like, we should put the camera on her when well, Dr. E. Michael And every speaker just comes up there. Jews. She Yeah, she's she, exactly. And she's the stand-in for all women. So every speaker who comes up there, they just stand in front of Brittany and just yell and point at her and talk shit like they're talking to all yeah. women right there. Just just like this, putting a face right in her No, we love Brittany. She's she can stand judgment for the, for the Jewish race <laughs> and women. <laughs> wow you're asking a lot of her uh michael cisco thank you sir for coming on the show this evening tell them where they can find you you do stuff on youtube as well yeah uh, michael cisco on youtube you can find it um just youtube it i'm on twitter at michael cisco wv uh, telegram t.me slash the michael cisco and gab at michael cisco that's s-i-s-c-o 100%. Thank you, sir. I'll talk to you soon. We'll probably see you on here next week, hopefully, if you got time, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Peace out. Thanks for having me. It was my pleasure. Michael Cisco, great guy. I said this the other night. He's been one of the key guys, honestly, uh, who's helped keep this thing on the on the tracks just by, just by throwing support, being a good friend, honestly. Like, that goes a long fucking ways. That goes a long fucking ways. Uh, and in this business... Uh, I don't have too many good friends uh, or people I would even think about trusting, quite honestly, unfortunately. So, as sad as that sounds now that I say it out loud. <laughs> but uh, I do have some. And I do have uh, the ones I do have, I guess to say, uh, are great uh, and key. And I have a lot of good things from this. These supporters, uh, these friends who will help me with anything in life. Uh, it has been a true privilege. I say this all the time and I say it cause I mean it. It is a true privilege to do this for a living. I've been blessed beyond belief. And I thank you for it. Cliff sent $10 Ralph versus Worski. Five years from now. All right, well, oh, I got this. Okay. All right, what makes me happy? Basically, like, you know, at, at night, I ride around town in a limousine, partying, having a good time. When I'm on my way home, I pass a bum. I take a balloon with some champagne in it, lob it out, and beat him. He only gets a little bit in his mouth. He doesn't get the whole thing. Right. Not even a full sip of it. And you say, hey, how do you like a taste of the good like you, sack of shit? <laughs> God, that is awful. That is a horrible thing to do to another human God being. Damn you! Get over here, Frank. Get over here.
That would be amazing, I have to say. Worse, you no doubt will be homeless. I don't think there's much doubt about that. Groper Wan will go. I feel like Ripple would enjoy this. Let's keep the Bionicle. Let's find friends. Thank you, Groper Wombo. I appreciate that. Does that have a song attached? I think it might. I want to make sure. Make sure I didn't miss that. Damn it. I want it to pop up. It was a fun show. I'm glad I didn't skip it tonight. Like I said, I was definitely like, oh, I got several things I need to do. uh, And I got to travel tomorrow. No, thank you, man. I was just making sure there's no song. Thank you so much. Uh, I was like, uh, I got several things to do. I really should probably skip this. Da, 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 da. But I saw, honestly, it, were the, it was those f- the hearing. I saw they were on, and I was like, okay. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I am going to fucking continue with the show. I am going to go live. And I'd already booked Di- uh, Pat Dixon and Cisco. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I need to go forward with this. Uh, and I had a lot of fun. I'm glad I did. But there will be no sunrise in the morning. I do apologize for that. I'll be traveling. There may be a kill stream tomorrow night. I won't promise that because if I get home and I'm super duper tired, I probably won't because I will probably be sniping those. F- and it's like if I'm like really worn out, I just won't be able to psych myself up to watch their shitty show. Um, but maybe. Maybe because I hate to I hate to stop. I hate to stop. So we'll see. So we'll see. And maybe maybe we get a kill stream in there. We'll see. Uh, I appreciate you guys support the sub support. We hit the goal and then some. Can I get a major cheer for that? I'm going to try, Bo. I'm going to try. Oh, there is a song. Okay. Why didn't it send? Hey, post it in the chat. Can you post it in there, sir? Can you do that for me, please? Just post it in the cozy chat. For some reason, it didn't link on killstream.live slash tip. And I don't know why, really. Yeah, I don't know why it did. I hope you guys enjoyed us watching that fucking dumb shit. It was bearable with you guys. It wouldn't have been bearable alone. For centuries, the bottom of the deepest seas have been shrouded in mystery and superstition. Oh, wait, should we show this? We could show this on screen. Thank you for the Euro support today. We got fans all over the world. And a couple people today chimed in. Podcast gang gang came in and and threw some super chats because they saw the podcast feed had been updated. And they were just like, hey, thank you. Uh, So thank you, guys. I appreciate that. And even though it hadn't been updated in two months, I've still been paying. You know that it costs. It's not a lot of money. But most podcasts are posted for free or hosted for free. I have to pay $75 a month to get Libsyn to host my shit. Now, they are boss. They're boss niggas, for sure, because they'd never take you down. They won't take you down, period. Unless you're just breaking the law, absolutely, they won't take you down. So, Libsyn is based, but... <sighs> they're a little pricey. For centuries, the bottom what of the, the fuck? seas have been shrouded in mystery and superstition. Some say it's a hostile place inhabited by the strangest creatures. What? Others that it's a prison for the most dangerous outcasts. Legend has it that the only hope of ever getting out of there is a mask. The hotspot is 400. What? Craving for years. If it was 400, say, then we wouldn't have a podcast here. If it was 400 a month, I would say fuck a podcast feed and you would just have to deal with the free one. Actually, there is an uncensored one that has Tequila Sunrise episodes on it. I wonder if I could find that for you guys real quick. You know what? I'll play this and I'll grab it. Is to go there and see for yourself. 
That's the uncensored feed. Fuck, did it delete that? I don't know if I have that or not. Somebody link it in chat. One of you motherfuckers got it. Yeah, that's the cozy RSS, though. That downloads everything on Cozy, nigga. Look at this. <laughs> what the fuck? Chat loves this. This is the one for me. Now you may be wiser, but if you think your troubles are over, You'll soon what? find out they've only just begun. Bionicle presents the Baraki Creeps from the Deep. <laughs> creeps from the Deep. Always knew Bionicle was America first. By the way, that should take you to just mine, I think. I think the slash cozy. Oh, no, that's not it. Man, fuck. God bless it. That's not it. The one I posted is bonk. Don't use that one. Motherfucker. There's one just for my channel. And it won't even let me delete my own chats. Fuck. Oh, it must be on that site, maybe. Yeah. Oh, sick. This site's cool as fuck. Oh, yeah, and you can just check which one you want. Let's see. Uh... Fuck, but there was an RSS direct. Uh, I'll tweet it out. Fuck. But anyway, you can do it on that site. Let's see. Yeah, this is the... Man, that's like a really convoluted link. It uses archive.org, but there's a direct link. Uh, fuck. Yeah, that's an RSS. God, that's the longest RSS link I've ever seen in my life. There's a shortened version. I know I'm really sounding autistic as fuck right now. Just crazed. Fucking shit. Hold on. I want to find it while I'm still on air. I had the show wrapped in everything. Oh, man. I wish I could say this has not happened before. <laughs> oh, thanks, Slack. Stabbing me in the back as usual. What in the fuck is with this? My internet is fine. Slack literally won't come up. Wurzel Root Raid. Someone, thank you. Motherfucker, Slack is literally done. Okay, you cocksucker. Piece of shit. Literally just won't come up. Launch Slack, you piece of trash. By the way, I've switched from Slack, but I still have some of my old notepad there. We're in the new sub chat, but it's like it won't even come up. I have no idea why. Uh, searching channel. Let's see. Now it finally comes up. Are you serious? I thought I pasted it in here. Let's see. 
Yeah, it's Kanye code, which I love. That is that. Let's see. Yes, I found it. Yes, I told you I would win. I told you I would win. Uncensored podcast feed. RSS. This is the RSS. You have to put that in your podcast app. And it'll download all the uncensored podcasts. Now, the Apple feed is not uncensored. The regular podcast feed is not uncensored, and it won't be, unfortunately. Wurzel Root, man, I'm going to go. I don't know if he's here, but I'm going to go watch some of your show, actually, uh, and see what happened on there. And watch some of Nick's show. My guy Bibble is on. If you want to watch some Bibble before Nick comes on, cozy.tv slash Bibble. I'll probably pop in there uh, before Nick comes on. Wurzel Root as well. I'm going to listen to him tomorrow. Got a lot of shit to listen to tomorrow. I'm going to watch The Most Canceled Man in America because I'm a VIP and I got the link to watch it tomorrow while I travel. Uh, I'm going to hold the review. I've been I've been asked to hold the review because uh, I'll time that for when the movie comes out itself. And then I'll put out my review there. So, Oh, Nick stuck, stuck in traffic because of a shooting. Man, I wish I could go later. Tonight's like the one night I can't. Because I have to, I literally almost skipped the show. I almost skipped the show because the shit I had to do. It's like, I can't. I definitely would. It's a good spot. It's a good spot. I'll just say go watch Bibble. Uh, if Wurzel Root's already done and Bibble's watching his movie, go watch some movies with Bibble till he comes on. Uh, any other night, I would go longer. I'd find something to do for another hour. But tonight, unfortunately, is the one night I can't. I hope you guys enjoyed the show, though, because I did. Thank you for the mega support. I gave you the cheer. Another cheer is worthy, actually. There's the Uncensored podcast feed there in the chat. The regular podcast feed has been updated. Hopefully we get that uh, this episode and the episode from uh, Tuesday on there, at least by Sunday. So check that out as well. Thank you, sir. Griper won this $10 <laughs> because chat liked the Bionicle. They did. Yo, oh. yo, Taraka. Yo, yo, Taraka. The gang on the loose, nothing you could do. The beast on the move, fully coming through. Trigger, tracer, tricker coming through. That's the snake that makes Paraka crew. Yo, yo, Paraka. I hope you guys have a good weekend too. I might be back tomorrow night, but don't hold me to it. This is a lot of heat. Tracer, drifter, the snake, the beast, the bully, all that makes Paraka. Uh, yo, yo, Paraka. Paraka, go Paraka. Paraka, go Paraka. Paraka, go Paraka. Paraka, go Paraka. Hey, yo, go Paraka. Let's go, go Paraka. I'm about to go. Shout out to all the guests we had this week. Shit, I have to go back and look. Jacob Wall. Jacob Wall was on the show. 
Baked Alaska, Beards and Bibble, Grossly Offensive, Alex Stein, Pat Dixon, Paul Escalon from The Most Canceled Man in America. Just like fucking guest after guest. And I think I'm leaving Escondon. I messed up his name a little bit. Uh, Mark Collett was on last Friday. We've had a pretty good run of guests. Is there somebody I'm forgetting this week, too? I'm sitting here thinking. Dick Masterson, 100%. We had a damn good week of guests. Now, some of them were impromptu and last minute or whatever, but uh, I was pretty proud of it. I was pretty proud of it. Thank you, guys. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Where is my song? Because I'm gone. Fuck, I just had it pulled up. I do this every time. There it is. Bye. I have the other song. We do a show tomorrow night. Cisco. I forgot. I just gave him farewell. So I don't feel too bad, but he was one of the guests this week as well. No, I said grossly offensive. But yes, him too.